Okay, so I will tell you. I told I told Chris this already, and uh, Phil, you will appreciate it. In doing research for today's show, I came across the saddest movie cut by Disney Uh-oh. when they acquired Fox. It tugged at my heartstrings, made me feel things that I didn't know I could feel. Okay? It was almost like, I don't know, Rainmakers and... <laughs> <laughs> It's almost like that. Almost? But not quite. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and that is that uh, Disney cut Assassin's Creed 2. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. So, I so know. tragic. It's like the world has lost an angel. It is, I can, it is basically. I can actually hear Steven crying. I, I figured <laughs> I can, this would can, be the best way to start yeah. this show. Just a heads up, Steven. Just a transition they into canceled. our Stevenless phase. Yeah, they canceled Assassin's Creed 2. Stevenless age. It sounds like the silver age of comics after transitioning into the out of the golden one. It was. Yeah. It it was yeah, the, the Stevenless age. We're in the silver age of podcasting. And we <laughs> have the Mesozoic the, <laughs> the Jurassic. Is, is, which one whichever one is the with the one with the Tyrannosaurus Rex, that's the one that I, that's the period I want to be in. That's that, that's yeah. the phase I want to be in. So apparently he doesn't bend fast enough. Nope. Not fast enough for a sequel. For a sequel. I thought it was cute that they thought one was happening. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> like, I was like, "Oh man!" Mm, I mean, cool. wasn't that movie plagued by a terrible production cycle, just a lot of technical issues, as well as issues with the cast? I think it was just plagued uh, by being bad. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, if you want to wrap it up all like that, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was just a. It was so bad. I didn't even bother to do any research into. It was just bad. Why <laughs> it was bad? I just just took the badness at face value. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just knew it was. Bad. The movie was like a big, giant, like car crash. Oh, of like a, like a ten car pileup, and there's just like bodies everywhere, <laughs> and it's like a like a scene, and the cop shows up, and he's like, "Oh my god!" And then like like the casting issues and the production issues. That's like if in that car crash there was like. A bus of nuns, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, "Oh my god, that's terrible. That's a horrible thing." But it just it it doesn't make this this whole car. It's still this whole car crash is what's really bad. That's just a, a bad subset of to the, the of the whole yeah. bad. whole bad. Like, the entire <laughs> thing is one huge terrible issue. But you right. could break it apart into equally terrible <laughs> issues. Yes, precisely. Yeah, yeah. That is. Just wow, no, it's, all of my no, yeah, damn. <laughs> one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, What's up, everybody? It's the Thoughts from the Basement podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Cunningham, and welcome to episode 12. Yes. And all the way over there is the one and only. I'm all the way over here, but it sounds like I'm right next to you. It does. Ooh. You could be over here. You could be over there. I'm not even be in the same room. We couldn't. These people we, don't know. Yeah, they, they don't. <laughs> they don't know if we're on 
two couches in a blue room one or, couch or a waterbed or or yeah we could be on a waterbed we could All be of us just bouncing along we could be thousands of miles away i think you're over there in like bangladesh yeah yeah i am it's mm. true interesting it's alex mark oh there What's he up? is everybody i forgot alex mark myself and alex. to my left to your left what we got chris you got an intro the one and only the wandering wise man with the answers to the question no one is asking the one and only Mike Owen. To anyone that can hear this, I have no idea where I am right now. These people have taken me against my will. <laughs> <laughs> if you hear this, please. No, I'm just kidding. What's oh up, guys? God. Mike Owen. <laughs> Mike, how the hell are you? I'm uh, doing fantastic, man. Um, I'm excited to be on uh, on the podcast. I've been listening to you guys. I, I loved every bit of your Star Wars saga, the saga about the saga. Oh, yeah. It was it just was every time you guys put one out, I couldn't wait. It was it's so great listening to you guys praise and trash the movies in equal <laughs> measure. Yeah. yeah. Some some doing a lot more trashing than others. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> I don't trash things that much. You trash the only good movie I out mean, of the sequel series. You did kind of. Which was what? The Last Jedi? Yeah. Yeah. The Last Jedi sucks. <laughs> <sighs> Force Awakens was better. Thank you. Thank you, Phil. I mean, thank you, Phil, mm, for nodding your head in agreement. I'm uh, I'm 213 in that situation. I'm 231. I'm, I'm oh, gross. Shut I am, up. I am one. And then he's going to go then, watch something else. <laughs> yeah, I'm one. And then the next two movies are just on equal footing. Yeah. <laughs> tied for second out of two. <laughs> like, <laughs> technically, they would, wouldn't they both actually technically be tied for third? That's true. No, it doesn't have that how it work in like official scoring. I think so. It would go like yeah. one, three, three. Now I've only seen Rise of Skywalker once, so I can't. I, I pretty much only want to see Rise of Skywalker once. I've seen once. Last Jedi. I saw it three times. See, wow. I've seen Last Jedi three times. I've seen Rise of Skywalker once. And uh, I will say, I, I mean, I didn't, like I said, I didn't hate Last Jedi. I enjoyed Last Jedi. I just had a lot of problems. So right now I'm one, two, three. Hmm. Okay. If I had to guess. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, we've got a lot of things that we've been doing. Yeah. Over the past two weeks. Oh, so much. Oh, so much. A terrible amount of stuff. So many things. Alex. What? Why don't you go first? Oh, what have I been up to? Yeah. Guess what? I made a list. Ooh. <laughs> right, did you I check know. it twice? Usually I just make us up off the top of my head <laughs> on what I've been up to. But, <laughs> but yeah. Now he made a list of things that he didn't I made do a list off the of things. Of a little peek behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I um, Let's see. Well, I watched The Lighthouse. I watched some movie films. Oh. Uh, the Lighthouse with Willem Dafoe and uh, Robert Pattinson, which is slowly becoming one of my favorite movies that I've seen last year from mm. last year. Um. So thanks for making me watch that, Chris. You're welcome. Um, I also saw the lighthouse. Yeah, it's it's so good. Yeah, it's so good. I um, I was I was a little iffy on it at first. I was kind of more so sour on it. And the only yeah. thing that I really liked about it was the acting. And I kept I kept telling my wife, I was like, the only reason I'm going to buy this movie is because of the acting. The acting is just so impeccable, right? In that movie. And then when I watched it with uh, you and Phil, shut up, Phil. Hey, uh, Phil. When I watched it with you guys over the weekend, I was just really captivated by everything, including including the uh, acting, but more so just everything else around okay. the film. Yeah, it was. Uh, I enjoyed it's an it experience. a lot more. Yeah. It is like it is very much an experience watching it, um, experiencing the the sound, the engineering, amazing sound, 
um, the four-three oh. aspect ratio. Exactly. I had a hold the way in the background. A <laughs> uh, buddy of mine that I, that I work with watched it a couple days after I did, and I showed up to work and just kind of put my head in and just looked at him and said. Why'd you spill your beans? <laughs> and like, don't just be been spilling your beans to me, to me. Winslow. How long have we been on this rock? Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I watched the Lighthouse, and it's fantastic. And I'm gonna make my wife watch if, if, it. If I if it. I had a steak right now, I'd, I'd, I'd fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That was a quote on the IMDb quotes. Yeah, I get on. I you know the movie's <laughs> over. I'm on IMDb. I'm looking at trivia. I'm reading all stuff about this movie because it's one of those movies like like Hereditary did. Um, for me, where I just when it was over, I just want to read about it. I don't want to look up theories and crazy stuff about it. And I'm on IMDb, and under quotes, you know, it's got "Why'd you spill your beans?" and "How long we've been on this rock?" and then "If I had a steak, I'd fuck it." And <laughs> seeing that quote just written down <laughs> is just—it just makes me giggle. Immediately following the lighthouse, we watched a nice little <laughs> oh my god thing on Netflix. David Lynch's new. Um, I wouldn't even call it a project. It's well, a short film. It's, it's a short it's film. Classified as a short film. Uh, yep. Yeah. Called uh, What Did Jack Do? Oh, my gosh. 17 minutes of uh, pure insanity. Holy mother of God. I, <laughs> I watched this movie. I watched this movie, and I was like, David Lynch can make this because he's David Lynch. And anybody else wants to make this film, Netflix is throwing them out the door. It yeah, is, for sure. It is a 17-minute film that takes place in one place. It is David Lynch's character is interrogating a monkey. Uh, yes, a monkey <laughs> um, with a human mouth that That's is superimposed. Yeah, yeah. Every time the monkey needs to speak. Like it's, superimposed on it. And it's spe- like... Uh, oh. And it speaks in such a weird voice, too. Its cadence is off. Yeah. Its, its tone is weird. The voice is trying to like follow the actions of the monkey. Mm-hmm. The monkey's like, it's such... And it is just this... The monkey has been accused of murder. Murdering his wife. His wife, yeah. His chicken wife. Yeah. Tutatuban! Tutatuban! And, uh... <laughs> yeah, that's the name of the chicken. I... He's having... Wow. Well, he, he's having an affair... With another With another chicken. chicken named oh. Tutatuban. And he's in love with Tutatabon. Deep interpersonal relationships between these chickens. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, it was, a, it was a it was a very uh crazy. Whew. It was nuts. I Are you calling me a liar? Stuff. And he's like, <laughs> we say, I just did. <laughs> this, you ever, if you ever have like fifteen minutes where you're just like, Man, I have fifteen minutes and there's nothing on YouTube or on Netflix or in life that I can be doing with my time right now, then watch that. I I'm sold. Watch what did Jack do, and because it was just a ride. It sounds it's, like it's it. a it, it's 15 minutes of sitting there just with your mouth open, just going, "What the? How <laughs> am I watching?" <laughs> and like my preferred way of spending 15 minutes is in that exact state. It's it's fantastic. No, it's not. It sucks. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, what else did I watch? I've been watching a lot of. Uh, I watched Jojo Rabbit. Oh, there you yeah, go. So you know, trying to trying to watch Oscar movies slowly but surely. I still have a you know a little more than a week to watch the Oscar movies. There and you so go. and then I watched uh, Sherlock. Mm. I've been watching a lot of Sherlock. Are uh, are you on a uh, season two yet? I am on season two. Oh, there you go. Yeah. See, I, season three is my favorite. I think out of oh, the really? show. 
I'm enjoying season two. I'm on the Hounds of Baskerville right now, which mm. I'm really excited for because I, I mean, knew that story. I watched that. I watched that when it was like coming out on Netflix, so I like okay. don't remember shit yeah. about <laughs> it because it was like seven years ago. Yeah, I mean, so. I, I I haven't uh, seen it, but uh, then my daughter and I watched The Little Mermaid, The Lion King, and Wreck It Ralph. Classic. Um, some yeah, classics. Some classic Disney on the amazing. I've never made it all the way Disney through Wreck It Ralph. Mm. I enjoy Wreck It in Ralph. one sitting. I enjoy Wreck It. It's actually a really fun movie. It is. I mean, it is. Yeah, I I've enjoyed fun. it. I just always fall asleep. For I haven't some seen reason. the second one because you're old. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's maybe true. that's true. I've been seeing that pattern a lot with you recently. <laughs> where you say, where you say, oh, I started it. <laughs> I fell asleep. My problem is that I started an episode at ten thirty. <laughs> it's like, damn, oh, ten thirty. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I was getting ready to say. I took like a forty minute nap before you guys got here, so I'm pretty I'm good. I'm yeah, golden. you're jazzed and jazzed grandpa. You ready I am. to go? Already fucking am. cardigan. <laughs> I hear all wooden watch. It look, hey, I yeah. have a wooden watch too. Don't knock it. It's you're, nice. It's dope. In your slacks. Yeah. I because I I came from I didn't change after work. <laughs> I figured. This is a house of learned doctors. <laughs> <laughs> and you will address him as such. No, <laughs> no um, yeah, I watched those three, and uh, I've I've been playing some games. I've been playing for, uh, Fire Emblem. Three oh, pieces. nice, my man. Quite a lot. And so I've, good. I've, yeah, I've never played a Fire Emblem before. Great and, one to start with. And honestly. this is I I feel like yeah, this one's really really good. Um, it is it is sucking me in with wanting to build the relationships with everybody, wanting to do all that kind of stuff, and I love that grid based battle system. Um, so I'm. And have it a blast playing Absolutely, Fire Emblem. Dude. The tactical combat is really just—it's always been a staple, but it's—it's it's just gotten better over the years. And Three yeah. Houses, oh, it's just there's nothing I I can say that hasn't been said a thousand times. It's just fantastic all the way around. What yeah. faction did you pick? I picked Blue Lions. My man, same um, here. Nice. All right. <laughs> um, I was looking online. I picked Pink Quails. Just that, kidding. Pink I don't, lady. That yeah. DLC hasn't come out yet. Just kidding. I, I I don't I don't have anything to contribute to this. I'm sorry. Well, I <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I'm one of those people that like when it comes to big decisions in games, I sit on them for a while. Speaking of my soul here, and man. <laughs> I get to I get to the part where you have to pick your house, and I'm like, okay, I've never played Fire Emblem before. What's a good house to pick? And I looked it up and it was like, you know, that Black Eagles was the hardest house and then the other two were kind of on the same level. Um, but if you've never played, Blue Lions is kind of the one to start with. And I said, okay. And then, ev- like, but almost every Reddit forum and, and all that stuff that I was reading about it was like, it doesn't matter which one you pick because you're going to play the story again. And you then you'll go, through the, you'll go through each house and then you have a completely different game. And I was like, yeah, right, all right, sure. Oh, let's calm you down have little here. faith let's calm down here i'm not gonna play a story again like <laughs> it's like what come on but i gotta say i'm like 20 hours into this game and i could totally see myself playing a story again i am a different on my house third with different people. you will yeah yeah my manager was on uh my manager played all three uh houses yeah i mean it has completely new story new characters in each in each house mm. like it's it's i totally get it and that battle system doesn't get old so you have really Oh, it's, no, it's it's, it's so it's fun, dude. Hmm. the The entire game has changed just depending on the terrain. Like hmm. that, that's the only thing they have to change to make everything fresh. Like a Pokemon battle, interesting, it's crazy. Yeah, I'll have to. I might. I might check it out. I might have to eventually wait seven years until it finally goes on sale, and we're on like Switch three point five. Yeah, I mean, you can <laughs> just wait till I'm done with it. That too, I could do that. 
Could do that. I might Crap, do that I'll, I'll let you borrow it next time I see you. Oh, there you go. That there works too. Here we go. Look at us. But yeah, that's that's really all I've been up to. And I've been on PS4, I've been playing a little bit of Jedi Fallen Order. Mm. But mm. Um, there you go. Have they I, fixed yeah, any of like the load times or the lagginess or anything like that with it? Or is it still the same? I feel like they have. Frustrating as fuck game. I feel like they have. Um, when you die, I, what I really like about it is when you're doing platforming stuff and you jump from one like rock to another and you miss it and fall, it's like immediate. You're right back mm-hmm. you know, where you yeah, just I, were. I, rem- I remember um, that. I don't think the load times have been that bad since I've been playing it. Uh, but I honestly, I like it. It's beautiful. It's fun. It's Star Wars. I really like the story. I just don't think that's the kind of game that I'm in the mood for right now. So I'm not being drawn back to it because it's basically just Uncharted with lightsabers. Mm. Yeah. And I love True Uncharted. True never been spoken. And I love Uncharted. It's one of my favorite game series of all time. But it's just, it's a 20-hour story driven you know, puzzle-based yeah. platformer with action in it, and it's just not what right I'm in the mood for. That game. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. just not in the mood for it right now. I'm in a I'm in a grindy RPG mood, so I've been playing a lot of Fire Emblem. Always in that mood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But well, yeah, that's all I've been up to, man. Oh well, Mike, why don't you tell people what you've been up to? So I've been playing Fire Emblem Three Houses as well. Oh, <laughs> nice. okay. Uh, I'm I'm on like hour one eighty five, and uh, it it doesn't stop getting good. But uh, we we already hashed that out, so I'll leave that alone. I, funny enough to correlate again i also was playing jedi fallen order and i dropped that because i got super frustrated with what i felt like was a unpolished combat system i felt like the parrying was very it's hit and miss it's yeah exactly yeah. after playing sekiro i could not i i just i could find so much fault in the pair it worked differently with every single enemy it just like the what worked parrying this guy going in for an immediate attack this right. guy didn't even get affected by your parrying he's right. immediately going to keep attacking you it's just it felt so un inconsistent that's what i, I felt that too i felt like it was doing that souls thing where it was just trying not like where it was trying to be souls like yes but it wasn't exactly and i'm i'm not i'm not a dark souls person um <laughs> i'm not i'm not a yeah you know, no get I, good i try gamer. to be i try to play those games so hard yeah. And I just I tried can't, so dude. So do I. <laughs> and like, I got so far. <laughs> and I know I didn't get very far at all. That's why I stopped playing. Yeah. Like, no, I I feel you. Dark Souls. I just I found it to be frustrating and hard for the sake of being hard, which right. for me is always a deal breaker. Uh, but that's the same reason I kind of liked Bloodborne and Sekiro because they felt way more justified. Like when you died in those games. Okay, when you die in the first couple times in those games, it's it's bullshit. But when you don't die, oh, every time you die after that. It's it's because it's your fault, you know. You know right. what you're supposed to do. The the mechanics are solid, right? So I um I really have tried to play Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. I, I download it. I re-download it on my PS4 probably at least once or twice a year. Nice. And try to play it, <laughs> and I get 45 minutes to an hour into it, and then I die, and then it sends me back where I was 45 minutes to an hour ago, <laughs> and I just scream obscenities. I can't. I can't. And I can't. Enough. And then I'm done. And I delete it from. And then my wife. My wife goes, "You need to delete this from your PS4." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, I know. You're correct." And so I do. I can't. I can't get past Central Yarnum in that game, which is literally the first, the first area. area. Yes. No. That's yeah. where. That's where I am. Like, yeah. I, it's like you get like that's like 45 minutes into the game. Yeah. No. I, I mean, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because it takes that long to get, get to yeah to get you gotta from, make your character and all that garbage. Well, no, I, and I mean like even to get from where like you're at the beginning of the city 
through everything and down there's like oh, all yeah. the, the groups of people that are walking and they have like torches and shit and mm-hmm. there's like a big old boss you get there too at the end and that boss wrecks my shit and then I die and then I curse and then and I then yell and then I'm done and I delete it <laughs> and then I just I play Animal Crossing or something to make myself feel better. I and so my exact <laughs> plan, my go-to plan when I get pissed off at those games. I sat down and I Stardew played Valley <laughs> and I played Bloodborne for four hours. I had four hours to wow. kill. And I sat there and I played Bloodborne for four hours. And I was like, in four hours, I have to be able to make it past Central Yarnum. No. And I did not. Then and the big guy with an axe comes out and ruins your day. He does. <laughs> yeah. The one time I got to him, I was like, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Here I am. And I got so excited. I got killed by something else because it snuck up on me. <laughs> and so Dude. I was like, that's it. I'm done. Never again. Never See, again. I and that's why. That's why I go play Stardew Valley because in you know, 150 hours into Stardew Valley, I have never had a werewolf rip my dick off in in that game. It's Fair never enough. happened. Yeah. Like it doesn't. Like it doesn't Bloodborne. Now it still might. It could. <laughs> I've explored. It I could. feel like I've explored all of the floors in the mines, but I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I didn't. Maybe you didn't get to the werewolf, werewolf uh, rip dicking uh, stage. Yes, that's that's pixelated. A- <laughs> that's actually a mod on a uh, PC. It's in the uh, DLC. Well, there it's, you go. Yeah. It's in the, the if a game the exists DLC. on PC, there's a mod for that on it. Uh, it has to be. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, besides that, I've just been I'm watching a ton of anime, man. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah. What are you watching? Uh, I'm watch. Uh, I'm current with My Hero Academia right now, which okay. is probably the best anime that's come out since like 2000 okay it's, it's I need just to watch it incredible because so i've watched the first couple episodes of it and i enjoyed it oh, but i haven't um and then basically it. japanese sky high <laughs> <laughs> i will yes. ask you to refrain wow <laughs> that's so that's amazing but yes that's exactly that's what, what it is, is. It, it is absolutely that and it's incredible it's just like sky high it was incredible <laughs> I'm I mean, kidding. I don't know. I haven't seen Sky High either, so like, uh, <laughs> you haven't seen Sky High. So no. you just quoted a meme to me. Is that you saw that on the internet and then said it back to me? Well, I mean, I know the premise of Sky High, and then when I found out the premise of My Hero Academia, I was like, Sky High. That's the one with uh, Tim Allen, Dave Chappelle, and Jim Brewer. No, that's How High. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> the one. That's, that's the one with Method, Method Man, Man and Red Man. <laughs> no, Half Baked. Half Baked is with Dave Chappelle. Half-baked. I know. I knew that. Oh. I was just making a joke. <laughs> I just need everyone <laughs> to know. You flawlessly fell right uh, into yes. it. Yes. Yeah. Also, that it's not incredible. Tim Allen. I'm pretty sure it's Kurt Russell. Yeah, it's, Kurt, it's definitely Kurt it's Russell. Definitely Kurt Russell. <laughs> then yeah. what's the superhero movie with Tim Allen? And they I go to like superhero n- school. No idea. That's it's Zoom. 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 What is Zoom? I'm I'm telling you, look it up. Look it up. What I'm the thinking, fuck that's is my guess. Chris is having a crisis right now. I am. I'm. I am. I'm having uh, my m- 27 midlife crisis. First of all, I need to spell Zoom, right? And then make Zoom sure you're not talking about the Flash film. film. It's true. But yeah, My Hero Academia is really great. They're going to save the world as long as they're is, home is, for dinner. What a fucking tagline. Is Tim Allen in it? <laughs> yes, <laughs> Tim Allen is in it, but no. Then, that's, then that has to be it. How many superhero <laughs> Tim Allen movies are there? Oh, Academy for Superheroes. Yeah, this one might oh, be good. it. Oh, good. It's not the other <laughs> Tim Allen superhero movie. <laughs> in the huge Tim Allen superhero Everybody movie. knows that Tim Allen... <laughs> The most I'm lo- I'm fucking looking up Tim Allen superhero <laughs> movies right now. Oh my! There's God. one. There's Zoom, <laughs> and I should. guess he's Buzz Lightyear. 
there should only be one because god damn i love me some tim allen don't get me wrong <laughs> for sure the santa claus is the best christmas movie of all time but <laughs> nope nope tim allen's superhero movies immediately brings me right back to the zoom Google i would better imagine be- you better believe it does it's a list of one. Oh no <laughs> so pe- oh people also search for sky high underdog the adventures of shark boy and lava girl Big what other six. anime are you watching <laughs> yeah um, sorry it's good. Um, I'm I'm watching this uh, this one called uh, Fire Force, which is done by the same studio and art director that did one of my favorite shows, Soul Eater. Uh, it's Ooh. pretty good so far. Uh, I, the only other anime, I mean, I'm, I'm watching a few, but one that I wanted to bring up specifically for tonight, since I know you're both film buffs, is the anime film called Your Name. Oh yeah, I've heard of seen it. I've, I've, I've seen it. You've seen I, it? I haven't seen it. Sorry. Oh, you have Oh my goodness, you both need to see it. It's on it's, Netflix, isn't it? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I watched it on. Yeah. Uh, I actually ordered it from Funimation and watched it uh, uh, on my going back DVD player. Nice. <laughs> um, there you go. Yeah, I know, right? But it is easily one of the greatest films I've ever seen, and without question, the best animated film I've ever seen. And I've seen a few. Really interesting. Yeah. Better than Miyazaki's. Any no, no, no! It's not Studio Ghibli. Although no, I said it's better. You think oh, it's but, better? Because it's like, like I love House Moving Castle and Spirited Away. Yes, and, uh, they're they're both so good. And uh, House might be my favorite actually. How's my How is my favorite too? My man, I know, right? This is man. Amazing. Uh, is it better? Is it? I, I I don't know if I would say it's better because it's it's just so different. Okay. Um, it's you know it's it's set in what's supposed to be uh uh our current day and age. You know, just right. I think it's like mid two thousands. Uh, just no superpowers in the world, no crazy fantasy elements or anything, which automatically separates it from pr- practically every Ghibli film. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. But there are some. I don't know, man. It's just so good. I would put it up there with a it's lot like of Ghibli a, like films. a slice of life. Uh, actually, anyway. it's two people trying to figure out what is. Uh, they're both unhappy with life. Okay. They've both got the one lives in the mountains, the other one lives in the city, and they both end up trading consciousnesses. Oh, okay. it's it, conscious I, want, I, I believe is conscious the correct, I, is the correct term for uh, conscious I think it's conchessies. Conchessies. Um, sound, that sounds like an Italian restaurant that uh, failed. Hey, you guys remember? You guys remember? Uh, conchessies. Restaurant. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I can't get into too much more without spoiling anything. But you guys have to see it. It's it's okay. incredible. Okay. Okay. Uh, and that's been me. I've that's been watching you? anime, playing the same games as Alex. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys really uh, linked up for... Uh, yeah, he's already I my know. best friend. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Chris. It's all good. <laughs> well, what have you been up to? I've uh, I've been doing some reading. I've been reading some comics. I read Iron Man 2020. Uh, it's written by uh, Dan Slott and Christos Gage, and the art's by uh, Pete Woods. It's kind of interesting. Tony Stark has evidently been like dead for years in this mm. universe and okay. has been being controlled by like nanobots in like a skin suit Dope. basically oh that's cool and then like his random brother armo stark or something like that i can't i can't fucking remember his armo name stark. at the moment amistad oh no it, it is not <laughs> amistad um, he he is in the iron man suit and this iron man suit's kind of weird it's got like big ass gear like shoulder pad they almost look like football okay pads it's 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 fucking weird i don't know i might give it like two more books see if it's worth staying interested in because it's evidently supposed to be like a big interweaving series okay between a bunch of books so those are I'm always like, dangerous for the wallet in my yeah opinion. yeah they yeah. are they are always dangerous <laughs> for the wallet uh and then i read uh dr strange surgeon supreme issue number one written by mark wade and the art is by uh kev walker that's actually really cool where dr strange like 
he somehow he gets the power he gets like all of the feeling in his hands back and only comes in to do stuff at the hospital when it's like a must need like they absolutely need him because you know he's like the best right and so that's the only time he ever goes back to the hospital to start doing stuff so he's like working part time there and still being sorcerer supreme and so his like other conscious <laughs> man of many talents <laughs> what kind of <laughs> what kind of down on his luck is Doctor Strange when he needs a goddamn part time job yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So he's like, yeah, I'm picking up some hard. shifts at the hospital. Yeah. You know, that's the only acceptable perspective for that. Man, <laughs> he has God, a part-time this, job. This goddamn economy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking up issue two tomorrow, so I'm excited to see where that goes. I read the question: the deaths of Vic Sage, issue number two. That's written by Jeff Lemire, and the art is by Denis Cowan. And that book is really cool that's a dc black label comic uh i've never read the question before i've never had any type of interaction with that character before this book series and yeah, I'm, I don't know that, i'm kind I of enjoying it so his mask is he puts it on and it's just a blank face like uh like it's just like it's just literally like a face but with like no facial features like Ooh. so no, like dips for the eyes but no actual eyes well yeah so it like yeah it kind of like dips down you can see like where his cheekbones are oh, and everything okay. like that it's 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 pretty neat and the artist that does it does a pretty neat in- interpretation of him and it's weird ever since i read him ever since i read that first book in that meantime mm-hmm. i've actually read another book that had the question show up in it and i'm like oh motherfucker nice. i know that guy there now you go. <laughs> i just started reading this already crossing yeah. over <laughs> there you go yeah <laughs> and um then i read batman volume 11 by and that was uh written by tom king because mm-hmm. you guys know i'm a sucker for anything that tom king ra- writes and i'm so excited for his fucking strange adventure series nice. uh with uh the, he's teaming up with mitch, mitch garrods and uh doc shatner for the art on that nice. and it's gonna be like one story, one art style is going to be one story, and the other art style is going to be the other story, and they kind of like evidently are going to like parallel each other. So, I'm super stoked to see where that goes. They're already a really great creative duo. Yeah, sweet. Um, been also watching some movies. Yeah, you have like uh, the Lighthouse <laughs> and What Did Jack Do? Oh, <laughs> now I'm out. Dang it. Yeah, but I, I gotta watch these. Why did you <laughs> spill your beans? How long we been on this rock? Five weeks. Two days. Uh, but I watched some other movies with my wife. My wife. My <laughs> wife. Uh, we watched. Um, <laughs> I watched Borat. Thanks. Uh, we watched uh, Before Sunrise and Before Sunset. We unfortunately mm. did not finish uh, Before Midnight to okay. uh, complete the uh, Before trilogy. Okay. And so, you know, anytime I do some reading and then people are like, what are some of your favorite trilogies? People will sometimes like bring up the Before trilogy and they go, it's one of my favorite romance trilogies of all time. And I sat there for like six seconds and was like, I can't think of another fucking romance trilogy to, to <laughs> save my life. Like, uh, <laughs> Meet the parents, meet the fuckers. This is <laughs> and little fuckers? Little fuckers. Easily superior. I haven't even I mean, seen before. I mean, maybe Fifty Shades of Grey. I don't. Is that? A, I don't. I don't know. I've never. I don't, seen I don't know. Oh well, you feel feel fortunate, my friend. I've seen two out of the three, and they're not. Oh great. wow, bastard! Really? Damn. Yeah. Wow. Yep. I've accidentally hit my thumb with a hammer before, so I feel like I've seen Fifty yeah. Shades of Grey. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Stubbed my toe really hard Real on the fridge one time. Needless to say, yeah. I'm caught up. Man. <laughs> And uh, so we need, we still need to finish up before midnight to finish okay. up the trilogy. But it's it's a really interesting uh, series. It's about um, 
two complete strangers they meet one day uh the guy leaves for has to catch a train to uh wherever to his airport that night uh like in the next morning so the first okay. one is called before sunrise because you know at sunrise he's gonna right, right. take a train and he meets this uh french girl he's an american he meets this french girl in vienna and they just wander through the town and they like fall in love with each other for the Aww. day and it's cute and they agree to meet back up at the train station in vienna six months later and so then the next movie is nine years later <laughs> oh, wow! and he and he is in paris at and he's like a big time famous author now and okay. she is also living in paris and she just happens to be at the bookstore where he is at doing his like press tour oh my gosh so they see the yeah right and so they see each other again and then they tour around Paris and stuff like, and then like catch up. It's it's a really it's a really interesting movie. They're very they're very mm. actor heavy movies. It's a they're in one hundred percent of the scenes. It's a hundred percent dialogue, but and they like have these really very profound conversations throughout the whole night that okay. you know not like two natural people would ever potentially have in a night. But I mean, maybe I don't know if you like ever randomly connect with a stranger and you never know what kind of fucking conversations you're going to have. Yeah. (laughs) And so that was, they're, they're really good movies and I'm excited to see the third one. And then finally we watched uh, parasite. I I introduced her to a parasite and God damn, I fucking love that movie. It's incredible. Now I've seen a lot of that, uh, a lot of hype for parasite on, uh, online. Is that like, Connected to the parasite, the animated parasite movie and parasite anime. I don't believe so. No, that yeah, aliens don't, don't come so. down and take over people's bodies. No, and, no. Okay. <laughs> never mind. No. Never mind. A hundred percent different. Maybe different I'm bringing a whole new metric to this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, man, am I? But no. Uh, uh, spoil, spoiler spoiler alert. Watch watch parasite the anime. <laughs> spoiler alert: Aliens are not in the parasite movie. But <laughs> damn it, it's it's a crazy fucking thriller. Um. And it's really gotten me to be more open to uh, foreign films. Not that I was ever like, gross! Right. Foreign films. <laughs> <laughs> German but, movies. But yeah. it's just like, oh man, I could either watch this weird foreign film or I could watch like this not weird Marvel right. movie. And you this know. This fun Tim Allen superhero movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's not Zoom, you motherfuckers. <laughs> Yeah, this this non-existent Tim Allen movie. Well, it's just like exist. that Shaq movie that doesn't exist that everybody always tries to remember. He was in the genie one. That that was him, and no one can tell. I will die on that hill. Yeah, Kazam. What? Yes. The, everybody. Yeah. yeah, that's a real movie. Is it? Is it? Kazam. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, because he's fucking I am Kazam. <laughs> oh, anyways. The, the, yeah, no. Dun, dun, dun it's Shaq and he finds a it's a lamp and it's a he gives yeah. the kid a mountain of candy and it all goes bad. Yeah, no. man, we've seen this movie. Yeah. I, 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 I where done, you been? I've done matter. You've Never done mind. poor research, my friend. Yeah, no, I've done no research. How that? By the <laughs> way, before we segue, hey. um, oh, oh, I was gonna segue. You go for it. You stop my segue. Oh, oh no, was, you go I'm for sorry. It. I just wanted to bring it real quick. I know you're reading a lot of comics. Um, what's your relationship with the Witcher series? Like at all video games, the show. Uh, I played like fifty-five hours of of the Witcher Three <laughs> Wild Hunt, and I've I'm God, like six episodes. I think I'm on episode seven of the Witcher TV show. So you just have ambivalence towards it. 
I mean, I have like five Witcher comics. I'd love to let you borrow. Really? I enjoy it. Really good. They're I've good. never, I've never read the comics. I've been picking I have them up the, piecemeal. I have The Witcher three for PS4 and for Switch. Do you love it? I have it for PS4 and for Switch. My man, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes. it's one of the greatest games I've ever played. That's a, I, you're right. That was a stupid question. <laughs> <It's> my bad. <laughs> but yeah, great. Um, if you great. were at all interested, I mean, oh, I yeah, think they're no, really I'm great totally. comics. I would totally be interested. I that, that was it. Oh, that was it. Um, um yes. and then I've just been playing a few Vigigoms. Nothing big. I played. I've been playing some Pokemon Shield. Nice. Slowly chipping my way through that. I got all the way up to where you fight Olena. Spo- okay. Like a spoiler doesn't matter. I don't care. It's Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, I beat the. I beat that game. Yeah. Nice. And then I'm I'm doing some of the after game stuff and yeah. Running around catching things. I got quick balls and hmm. throwing. You gonna you gonna get into the breeding? Uh, yeah, with, yeah. My, with my quick balls. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with quick balls. No, I, mean, I was no, I was genuinely be being curious because I was thinking about maybe trying to do it. I don't know what you. I don't know what all it entails. I know it can get like super in depth. You know what I love uh, is the surprise trade. Oh, you ever do that? I've done it once. Love it. Yeah. I love it. Because I always catch doubles of things, and then I surprise trade it. And if it's Pokemon I don't have, I keep it. If it's Pokemon I have, I surprise trade that mofo. Yeah, there you go. Such it's, re- a it's like a regifting machine. So I've been doing that, and then I also have been playing Super Hot VR. Ooh. Oh yes, finally, yeah. you and I can agree on something. Super Hot <laughs> is fucking dope. Oh, it's so okay. fun. Uh, but um, my problem with the VR is, is that like. Uh, the PlayStation camera just has a hard time kind of tracking every now and again, so my hands get oh, weird. Okay. And um, oh, I said PlayStation, and your uh, oh, I see mic it, yeah. started activating. Huh, that's funny. And also, uh, my other big <laughs> problem is my other big problem is is that when you run out of ammo, that's it. Like you just have to sit there and wait until somebody gets close to you. Wait, what? No, you. What? How, how far are you in the game? I don't, I don't, I don't you have know. this move where you you close both of your fists, and if you can, yeah, I got I got to that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's like your sp- what's supposed to be your go to when you run out of things to kill people with. Oh well, I just got to that, so I have oh. to wait. All right, go. Oh, okay, I got you. Well, once you get that like reliably to where you don't have to go through the part where you get it again, it it saves you a lot of time. Mm, okay, yes. interesting. And that's all. That's all I've been playing. Nice. But yeah, I've right gotten on. to play a lot of VR recently. Um, I wish I. Cosplay more. Than My I problem is, is that I have to move the table. Yeah. Some days I just. I have a cramped house too. I know don't want to move the table. <laughs> I just have this Struggle. very bad like fear that I'm just gonna like accidentally kick my kid or dog because <laughs> I have headphones on and a yeah. VR unit. Yeah. And so I I I play it after they go to bed, and cause I'm also afraid I'm not gonna hear anything, even though like my wife is here, mm-hmm. but like. Uh, so I play after they go to bed, but I still I played a lot of everybody's golf. Uh, that game's my jam. I've been trying to get you hooked on that. Yeah, I know. We'll get hooked on it. I know because it's just golf. Yeah, I, know. I can't wait for it's us to get golf. Firewall. I yeah, I know. Wait. It's gonna be it's dope. It's gonna be exciting. All right. Anyways, enough about all that. It's time to get into some movie news. <laughs> <laughs> movie news that uh, Chris is so excited that he threw his phone. That has all the movie news on it. Oh, there it is. There's Hit me up with that news. Oh, let's start with the let's first. Let's start with the most important one. Most important one. National Treasure Three is an official development Ooh, at Disney. I don't know. That's it. Go home, know. everybody. That's <laughs> We're it. Done. We'll We're see done. We'll see you later. Here. Nick, Nick Cage. Nick Cage is finally. Despite back. all my rage, I am still just Nicholas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm so ready for that. I'm movie. so fucking excited. I really want to see his other movie that just came out. 
uh, the color of which, space. Which six have come out since we started this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, so every time somebody sneezes, it gets confirmed. It's either called Color Out of Space. I think that's what it's called. It's okay. based on an H.P. Lovecraft short story mm, or something okay. like that. Evidently, it's fucking crazy. And the last fucking crazy Nick Cage movie I watched was Mandy, and that movie is fucking crazy. <laughs> so it's Nick Cage. Whoa. Yeah. No, dude, that movie is bonkers. If you guys haven't watched it, that that needs to be like a movie we need to watch like immediately. <laughs> immediately that, following this podcast we should actually we probably should have watched mandy instead of the lighthouse no. <laughs> but the, li- the no lighthouse the lighthouse the lighthouse was incredible um but yeah so that's happening i'm excited okay. what does he steal next what does he steal what do we think he steals? Ooh, what do we think he steals well, uh, he, well he, he's literally kidnapped the president i have to kidnap the president of the united states but I don't know. This time he kidnapped, he said, kidnapped the, entire the president, cabinet. and the PlayStation came on. My PlayStation, can't, my, I'm telling you, my VR is just dying for attention. Yeah, we've got we've got cops coming here. 15 minutes. Good afternoon. <laughs> He's going to kept kidnap the entire cabinet this time, like AIDS no. and all. Um, what is he? What is he going to steal? I don't know. I don't know either. The mm. entire White House. Is he taking the? He's well, no. Liberty Bell's not that well guarded. Uh, maybe maybe like the Magna Carta. Maybe he has to steal the tomb of the unknown soldier. What if there's a map on the bottom of Plymouth Rock? You just have to dig it up. I think it's gonna. I think that it's that it's gonna be a global, yeah thing now. I think a it's gonna expand event. outside oh, of America, okay. and it's gonna be like national treasure three. It should be called global treasure. It'll still be. One. It'll just be a different nation. It'll be like national treasure three, London calling. Well, wait, or doesn't, something. Doesn't oh, two, he'll absolutely end up. Doesn't in Egypt two have a bit then. in like Europe? I don't remember. Two, I, I can't remember. I either. can just see him like kidnapping. Like something out of Westminster Abbey, or <laughs> maybe like the Queen, some diamond, the or like a coin. Queen. <laughs> I could see that. Well, I'll tell you who he can't kidnap now is Meghan Merkle. Oh, oh, oh. he could. Oh. She's in Canada. I didn't yeah. realize this was a newscast. Anyways, doesn't matter. Beep, 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 Don't breathe. Beep, beep, sequel beep, 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 is in the works. <laughs> uh, Stephen Lang is returning the star. Uh, God, I love Fidi Alvarez, uh, who directed nice. Evil Dead, is uh, set to write it. Uh, Sam Raimi set to produce it. It's okay. going to be titled. Don't breathe again. That's uh, not I, a I good was title. On board no, with all of that until the title. Yeah, right. That like, title sucks. Crap. It's like That's you like, should have just called bam, it bam, "Keep bam. Not Breathing." Yeah, <laughs> hold your breath longer. Don't start breathing again. <laughs> Don't stop breathing. But Don't no, I am stop breathing. breathing. But no, Stephen Lang is just, I, I have always loved his work. I, I The very first time I ever saw him in anything where I recognized him was uh, that Fox show Terra Nova. I and then I went that. back. Is that the one with Tim it? Allen? No, the- <laughs> <laughs> Tim Allen's a space hero. No, that's the one where there are dinosaurs on Earth. That's yeah. not about Jurassic Park. Yeah, exa- it's. Exa- oh, is that the one where the dinosaur is like, "I'm the baby"? Uh, no. What? No, no, no oh, not man. that one either. Not dinosaurs. Not, not dinosaurs. <laughs> I yeah, uh, the show wasn't incredible, but Stephen Lang's performance in it was top notch, and I went back and just watched all of his stuff. Cool, cool, nice. What's next? Oh, now, up next, uh, the Producer Guild Award winners uh, happened and were announced, cool. and uh, 1917 won that. And the only thing I have to say about that is the last. Uh, 10 out of 12 winners who have won a best picture at the PGA Awards have gone on to win best picture at the Oscars. Ooh. So my pick, yeah, my pick's 1917. It, yeah. it was. I mean, I, I haven't seen 1917. I just, just around the buzz 
from it just kind of there the vibe lot, yeah. the vibe i get from it and the type of movie that it is i've seen clips of it and and how it was how it was made in the i've read reviews on, on yeah, it and just the what i've heard and stuff yeah just what i've heard from it um makes me think i'm gonna it's on my list to watch after i watch once upon a time i want to watch 1917 so yeah um All of its commercial scenes are really good too yeah uh, the SAG Award winners also came and went. Um, cool. Parasite won for Best Ensemble. Wait, you mean cool. the anime? <laughs> <laughs> yes, the anime that nobody's ever heard of until right now. Shut up! Shut up! Um, Parasite won that, so it, everybody's thinking Best Picture is going to come down between 1917 and Parasite. Hmm. But, I mean, I'm personally fine with, like, Once Upon a Time on Hollywood squeaking out a win. That would be fucking awesome That'd if that happened. And uh, you know, even if Joker won, I would be fine to see God, it. I, I would, movie. I would be fine to see that happen mainly so that way I could see all of film Twitter have a fucking meltdown. Yeah, they oh would. My God. And, How does this movie win? Yeah, and it would be incredible. Anyways, there's a lot of hate for that movie. There, there I know, and they're all I don't, stupid. I don't they really it. are. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't. Understand I don't understand how people like, like three months like, ago that movie was incredible. On the it was. Internet. Now it's probably. Well, even I mean, there was hate for it. There was hate for it then because everybody I've seen, you know you see everything everywhere that it incites violence. But I'm yeah, like, I'm, you're not watching the same movie I am. No, like I just it's it's it's, it's dumb. a movie. Yeah, Ugh, dumb. if anything, it's just a movie. You know what? Yeah, it's dumb. It's dumb. It's just dumb. we're gonna move on. Leonardo DiCaprio and Robert De Niro have officially joined Scorsese's adaptation of Killers of the Flower Moon. I don't know what this is about, but Me that neither. title serial sounds killer. fucking awesome. That description of the, sure, yeah, those, yeah, it was pretty great. sure this is one about serial killer. And I thought that was the Devil in the White City that he was working on. No, it was Sky he, High. <laughs> <laughs> he he is working on. That's supposed to end up being City. like a TV show, though. But I know Leonardo DiCaprio turned down Guillermo del Toro's. New movie to do this movie. With yeah, it's not, it's murders so. murders that happened in uh, Osage County in the 1920s. Interesting. It's like a, it's Sweet like a big endorsement. Thing. Just that right there, turning down uh, Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm jazz. I'm you know how I love Leo. Yeah, I and love so, Leo and I love Scorsese, sure. and I'm excited yeah. to see that the Irishman is not going to be the last thing that he ends up doing. So yeah, yeah, Excellent. I'm glad to see Leo and Scorsese back because they had that real good run in the in the mid 2000s, and uh, and then it ended with a uh, Shutter Island. Yeah, I like Shutter Island. Shutter Island's okay. Yeah, it's all right. That's a good movie. Yeah, Leo's never made a bad movie. Mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't think of one. Um, the the beach. beach. The beach. beach. The beach is the answer, and a lot of people don't know that. <laughs> Darren Aronofsky. Yeah, the beach is the answer. But you uh, asked a question, you knew your own answer to. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll see a lot of but but you you know you know if people have seen it. True. If they, if they say it. Yeah. Fair enough. Otherwise. <laughs> Bradley Cooper's biopic of composer Leonard Bernstein is being produced by Martin Scorsese and Todd Phillips and is being distributed by Netflix. Cool. Evidently, Leonard Bernstein was a uh, gay composer. Yeah, so I'm gonna be neat. I'm gonna be excited to see that. I like to see Bradley Cooper and stuff. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, you know who I'm not excited to see not in something? Hugo Weaving. Will not reprise mm. his role as Agent Smith in the Matrix Four due to scheduling conflicts. That it should take sucks. a day of silence, like the world should, just for that news. It's it's a super big bummer, but you know, after kind of marinating on it a little bit, Neo defeated the Smith program right. in the third Matrix, so it almost 
kind of doesn't make sense to have him, but it doesn't mean I still wouldn't like to have him as like something that like I don't know whatever this new program right. is going to be. Well, the you bad know guy they're going to make if they're going to make a Matrix Four, then they're planning a Matrix Five. Oh yeah, if Matrix Four does really well, and and you know the Matrix Four is going to end with some scene of Hugo weaving. He'll he'll oh he'll be able God. to show up for a day. I hope to shoot an end credits scene. That would be that cool would be to good. you know. It's all that would I want be cool. For Christmas. Yeah. Um, Bad Robot, J.J. Abrams' uh, production company, is developing film and TV projects based on the Justice League Dark comics. Cool. Oh, yes. I'm excited for that. I've never read a single Justice League Dark comic. I have. They're really good. Are they? They're really good. I'll have yeah, to I check them out. Oh. I like Bad Robot, though, so yeah, and, and they, a, that seems like a good fit I like. Me. I like that J.J. Abrams and most of the work he does, except for when he touches the third sky... The Bulla, third Star Wars movie. You know, I do not fault JJ was for not his fault. Yeah. No, not I don't either. Fault. I don't either. But all I gotta say is all that Colin Trevorrow shit that leaked out of all the looked shit dope. that looked so, looked and sounded awesome. That's all I gotta say. It sounded a lot better than what it sounded a lot better. Better look yeah, next but time. on paper. Better look next time. But if I told you about Rise of Skywalker beforehand on paper with some concept art, you might have thought it was cool too. Mm, yeah, I don't know. The way movies start, you know, maybe that, I don't know. Shit gotta changes. be fair, Chris gotta be fair mm, no i don't this isn't my podcast i can do what i want <laughs> i've been trying to get you to say that all night <laughs> um miss americana the taylor swift documentary got a trailer and a release date Why which is gonna is be this in the news <laughs> skip, skip 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 i mean I, oh my gosh i don't care <laughs> i mean i'm kind of interested in it no you're second. not yes i am no you're not you don't you don't know my taste you're, taste. So you're not shit. gonna watch the taylor swift documentary I'm, now i for sure fucking am <laughs> gonna watch the taylor swift documentary <laughs> oh my gosh i'm gonna call your wife and tell you you have to sleep on the couch if you watch it she's gonna watch it with me of that's Damn. why you're gonna watch that's it exactly uh-uh. too. no it's not i'm gonna watch it because i'm genuinely interested because it's gonna be kind of about the struggles of why she can't perform some of the songs that she has been able to write in the 21st century none of them do their own songs taylor swift oh my gosh it's not even about that it's because of like the it's because of like uh record companies like contracts and stuff like that have been able to like lock down songs of hers and and bullshit like that well actually that that is that is that's a little interesting yeah no, it's not because of her. But anyway, go. Any, anyways, oh, Taylor Swift. Anyways, Captain <laughs> Marvel Two is Buzz, your girlfriend. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad I'm here. <laughs> anyways, Captain Marvel Two has is set to release in 2022. Even shorter right. haircuts. Yeah, <laughs> she's just gonna be bald eventually. In the, ne- <laughs> in the next one, she's gonna she's gonna look like Jack in uh, Mass Effect. <laughs> Shepper Sans tattoo. <laughs> all right, now oh, that's exciting. God. Yeah, no, like Captain no, for Marvel sure, for too. Sure. You knew yeah. we knew that was coming. Yeah, so. we've sure. all day, but it's still going to be entertaining. Watch. Oh yeah, yeah. no, I enjoyed. The first I, Captain yeah, Marvel. I like the first one. I saw I saw a headline today that um said that Captain Marvel two wasn't going to be as controversial <laughs> as the first one, and I was like, the only way the first one is controversial yeah. is if you're a fucking moron. So, yeah, seriously, yeah. the only thing controversial, controversial about it was the before and after presses. Like all yeah. the press, that was yeah. that was what was controversial. Also, the fact that she was uh, the jukebox was pl- the jukebox was playing "I'm Just a Girl" in the uh, like bar oh. fight. Well, grab the pitchforks, boys. Yeah, let's go. We gotta we gotta yeah. burn it down now. Wow. Jesus, people get pissed off about everything. Yeah, well, um, welcome I to love 2020, that. dude. No doubt's tragic kingdoms like one of my favorite albums of all time. Yeah, <sighs> see, men of culture. I'm surrounded mm, by love, men of culture. Love that album. You know what I love? What I love that writer. 
Bo DeMaio, who uh, wrote The Witcher, has just joined the writer's room for the Disney Plus series Moon Knight. Nice. So I'm excited for that. Which is funny because he normally hates to do anything that even remotely resembles work. Oh, that's not oh even, no, that's that's not no, me ripping on it. That's the right. That was the writer of like the actual Witcher oh, series. Oh, this okay. is of this I, is I of the TV show. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, TV never show. mind. That's one of the hardest working men in Hollywood right now. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um. Here we go. Vanity Fair confirms in an onset interview with Bill Murray that Vinkman and the remaining Ghostbusters will return for Afterlife. Yeah. I could die happy. I'm excited. I so knew excited. that was happening. I mean, we did, but now you know it's just nice to. To hear, hear it, it. Right, hear it from the right. mouth of an angel. Yeah, Bill Murray himself. Yes. Yeah, uh, that's cool. I mean, I mean, I'm. I think it's good. I think. I mean, if if Bill Murray's coming back, then you you know he has to be. He has to at least enjoy it. Be yeah. happy with it. Although um, he did do Garfield because he heard that the Coens did it, and just the wrong Coens. <laughs> yes, that's a funny ass story. <laughs> yeah, <That's>, uh, <laughs> that is. <laughs> he, he thought that's like true. the Coen brothers. We're doing it, not yeah. the Cohen brothers. <laughs> like, yeah. You like, know. Like Fred and Hank. Yeah. <laughs> of absent-mindedness could cost you everything. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Speaking of absent-mindedness, there seems to be some absent-mindedness going on with the Obi-Wan series because Disney Plus has announced that the Obi-Wan series has been put on hold as they rework the script. So I am mega disappointed about that, but I just got to say, Chris, you're killing it with the segues right now. Oh, thanks. Yeah, no, you are. Uh, but yeah, I'm mega disappointed about that. I'm still, you know, uh, Miyamoto said it best. A rushed, a rushed game is always bad. A game pushback can always be good. And yeah. the, the same thing applies with shows and films. It, you know, it it could be to its benefit, but I'm still, as a consumer and someone who loves Obi Wan, I'm kind of sad. Yeah, kind of sad. Yeah. It's a super bummer. It's a super big bummer. This is this is a fucking weird one. I don't even have a segue for this one. Uh, <laughs> Disney's oh, dear. Defi- yeah. Oh, into dear. This one. Yeah. Oh, there I have we your go. list on my phone too. Oh, <laughs> I, I figured. I figured. Uh, Disney is developing a photorealistic Bambi film similar to that of the Lion King from 2019. Dear God, no, no, no. You know what's no. traumatizing? If it's not traumatizing for a little child enough to see an animated like deer die, are they going to show like? Bambi's mom gets shot and like strung up yeah, and gutted the, like you do sudden, with a deer when you shoot sudden, it. Like. All of a sudden you're just chilling in the theater in the theater. You know the theater's got this loud ass fucking sound mm-hmm. system so it's just nice quiet. There's like a bird chirping and all of a sudden <laughs> Bambi's mom down like a sack of just fucking potatoes. Like, Her left flank deer comes over. Down like Cowboy Cerrone when he fought Conor McGregor. Yeah. Oh, man, that was a good fight. Yeah, that 40 was seconds? Yeah, you know, what's, for that one. you know what's crazy about that fight? I went to Richmond to watch that fight and was passing out because I had like three beers and I don't drink that much anymore. And I kept falling asleep for like a half hour. And I woke up in time to see Holly Holm fight and then nice. the Conor McGregor fight. And then I was like, wow, I struggled to stay up all night wow. for that. You know, Marissa Tomei, <laughs> Marissa Tomei says it best in My Cousin Vinny. What's that? Uh, which is Imagine You're a Dia. And uh, that whole, that whole, <laughs> yeah. which, uh, My Cousin Vinny, fantastic movie. Fantastic. And when he wants to go, when he wants to go hunting, Marissa Tomei says, Imagine you're a Dia. And you put your little Dia lips down to take a drink of water. And then, bam, a fucking bullet hits you right in the side of the head. And, you, and you're dead. And, like, <laughs> and your brains are all over the ground. Like, that's, I don't need to see that. In 4K photorealism. Yeah, no, for for sure. Maybe then, like, Budweiser. Some, yeah, some, maybe Budweiser will be able to get a product placement. I was with gonna the say, <laughs> yeah. Then does like some big like redneck 
dude come over and be like, yeah, "Oh is, man, you got that from two hundred yards out." Is he like? Is he like <laughs> he the talks, villain? Like flips a knife <laughs> and he comes over. Thumper's sitting there watching in horror. Just as in Bambi's, horror. covered in blood. As Bambi's mom <laughs> covered in Bambi's mom's blood. It's <laughs> <laughs> just praise. Oh my god! Oh yes! Oh okay. Now I definitely uh, want this. To man, I want to see that. You know who's going to be covered in blood? The actors in the Anaconda reboot that is going to oh, be currently in the man. works. Man, Anaconda so reboot. My Anaconda that. don't. And that's it. Just don't. No, don't. <laughs> don't. You don't need to remake Perfection. I don't want <laughs> no, none have, of this movie, son. Dude, you remember oh, that you movie? Go. You remember that movie with Jennifer Lopez and John Voight? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, that was a bad. That was technically a film (laughs) with a big snake, and he eats people, and he eats John Voight, and he like spits them back up. Oh yeah, that's right again. Oh, and somehow that was the the cornerstone in the huge explosion of the B-rated horror movie, monster movie slash stupid. I don't know. Did Lake Placid come out before or after? I didn't say it was a start. It was one of the keystones. I think Anaconda was like 97. Okay. I used to have it on VHS. Nice. And I would watch that movie like crazy when I was a kid. (laughs) Yeah. Right up there. I was also also seven. (laughs) So, and I had a Fisher Fisher Price uh, pirate ship. And a a Fisher Price, Price pirate ship. And a big snake, and I would watch the movie, and I would play Anna with the play. You'd play. My Anaconda. wife makes fun of me. You know, you say that my wife makes fun of me all the time because I watched like adult, like like films <laughs> when I was a child, and she's she's like, "Why did you watch The Godfather when you were seven? No, like because it's good. Because <laughs> it was one of the best movies. Yeah, I'm, made. I'm sure you really were able to I understand. Was all the, I was getting all the subtleties. <laughs> yeah, everything. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Robert Zemeckis closes a deal to direct and co-write Disney's live-action Pinocchio. Nice. If I hear the word Disney and live action one more time tonight, I'm going to lose it. How many? There have been live action Pinocchios. Have there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, got to I mean, be. At least one. I guess. I don't know. I can't I feel like remember. seeing a really realistically looking wooden Pinocchio. Yes. Right? From like from like 2001 yeah, or something. Yeah, like around yeah. there. You know what? That does that does kind of ring a bell now that you uh, say that. I can't. Yeah. I can't. I wonder if Tim Allen was in it. Yeah, you know I what? He might have fucking been, Mike. He oh, might have been all night. All night. <laughs> he might have been. I I, ju- I just remember hearing originally that uh, Guillermo del Toro was attached oh to my direct God, this. That'd be terrifying. And it's a live action Pinocchio. Yeah, oh, there was one from nineteen ninety six, The Adventures of Pinocchio, starring one JTT. Jonathan oh, Jonathan Taylor, Taylor Thomas, Thomas wow. who is famous for being in Home, Home Improvement, Improvement with. Which- Tim Allen. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> we should best. we should try to do a uh, uh, six sh- six degrees of uh, Tim Allen. <laughs> I'm all, all on board with that. <laughs> I'm so ready. Let's do it. Oh my God. No, let's let's not. Let's just say we did. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Um, Sony has removed the Masters of Universe movie from its release schedule. I'm mad. Yeah, I, I was never a big He-Man fan. So I mean, me neither. I was, but I didn't yeah. know this was happening, I and I'm kind of fine with it not happening now. I think. Do you think maybe this is anticipation of uh, Kevin Smith's uh, Netflix animated show? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's it definitely could be. Yeah, maybe. I mean, who I'd knows? feel hesitant about like saying anything for sure though, because yeah. those guys think on a whole different level. All right. Have you watched um, the Toys That Made Us? No, I don't think. Oh, I have. dude, on Netflix is yeah, it's a series on Netflix. Um, it's called yeah. It's called the toys that made us. It is two seasons. Each each season's like four episodes. Okay, and it's like mini documentaries about 
toys. Like specific toy brands. Like there's an episode From back on in the day? Yeah, there's an episode on Star Wars toys, there's an episode on Ninja Turtles toys, there's an episode on uh, Masters of the Universe, and it is just like the uh, how the ideas were come how they came up with the ideas, how the toys were made, how they marketed them, sold them, and the history of like this specific brand of toy. And mm-hmm. it's fantastic. Each wow. episode's like 45 minutes and it's a Netflix like original series, so it's got it's good quality. Yeah. Toys yeah, that, that made that us. Sounds ex- like exactly something that i would yeah, love to read it's great or check love to out. watch excuse me check it out you know what i'm interested in checking out what's that paramount pictures is reportedly revamping the transformers franchise <laughs> and planning on two new films no way i'm gonna start giving you a medal for oh, these segues yeah. i swear they're so good mark uh, Wahlberg or nothing yeah yeah, yeah mark Wahlberg or bust. You, you mean you don't want shia labeouf the shia labeouf shia labeouf, shia LaBeouf. No, actual no, cannibal. I was going to say it. Actual cannibal. No, I want. Uh, I don't. I haven't Mark wanted Wahlberg him since Four Chan trolled him. That oh. was the last thing I wanted to see Shia LaBeouf in. Oh, interesting. Um, this one I thought was really cool. Universal and Blumhouse are adapting a new version of the thing that will adapt the original long lost novel. Ooh! How does the long lost novel differ from what we got from the original movie? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know, but well, I mean, I'm always the, down for the more original of the thing. movie. No, for sure. I'm just curious as to what like the differences are going to be. Right. If they talked about it at all. I don't know. The original movie is technically a remake of a 1930s movie. True, yeah. true. And I, I, I'll be honest. I never saw the actual, actual original. Well, yeah, no. I mean, uh, I, I don't know. I don't even know if you can. Yeah, still universal though, like why would they say oh, long it? lost book if it didn't have some kind of big difference in it? I don't, I don't know. I have any idea. I'm I'm excited for it. I'm down. It's evidently neat that this book has that was once long lost has now been found. Always is for it, the resurrection. Is it long? Literature. Has like is it long lost or is it like a long book that is lost also? Mm, the real question. Like, oh. It's a long lost book. Oh. Or is it if it's really long, long it book? might need to be a trilogy, mm. right? I don't know. The Thing Trilogy? The oh, Thrilogy? Yes. The th- <laughs> oh, man. Get out. Get out. <laughs> I have a question about Transformers. Okay. Do we need this? No. No. <laughs> like, I was just thinking, like, we've had, like, what, five Transformers I, I movies in a spinoff? I didn't see the and fifth the last one. last four were awful. Yeah. <laughs> and the first they one really is... They really were. Okay. Yeah, the first one was entertaining. It, it is was entertaining. French. It is entertaining, yes. Yeah. I like it looks one cool. and three. It looks cool. But, um... It was all right. Uh, yeah, like I feel like it's too soon for. Like, I heard how Bumblebee make, is really good. Though. I've heard Bumblebee is, is really good. Yeah, it is. It's actually yeah. really fun to watch. But how do you make a Transformers live action reboot that is different than the new than the ones that have already been made? Other than just making sure a bunch of things don't blow up all the time. Based, like, it, based it on Beast Wars. Oh my god! Beast make Wars it make it, so make it be good. based in yeah. a make it be based yeah. in Cybertron. Oh, that too. Yeah. Make it yeah. make it be centered around the battle for Cybertron when it was actually you know like still taking place on their. I mean, you have to planet. make the Transformers that look like the original ones. Yes, right? that's because the big thing. That way, you're you're differing them stylistically from Michael Bay. Yeah. Yes. But Maybe the hardest degree. Oh, Who knows? My, my daughter wants us to start talking about something else. Oh, here. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I did. Um, sp- speaking of crying, I'm crying because the Uncharted film oh is God. eyeing March to <laughs> begin filming Ruben Fleischer. <laughs> and Ruben Fleischer is finalized to direct. This is for fucking, now. Yeah, for now. We'll see what happens. I'll believe it when I said. I want it to be good. If there's trying so hard to keep making this movie, then you have to think that there's some kind of you know, faith in the script. Who's supposed to be playing Nathan Drake? Tom Holland. Tom Holland. So it's going to be a young Nathan Drake, right? I guess. Oh, it has to be because yeah. Mark Wahlberg is playing Sully. 
and everything has oh, to be Jesus. a franchise. Yeah, absolutely. I was actually really excited for the uh, Nathan Fillion. Uh, oh, it was great. Uncharted little, oh, little that, snippet. That little uh, yeah, short film. It was great. That, was, that uh, thing was oh, fantastic. Was so good. But it was Nathan Fillion. Of course it was good. Right. Yeah. Right. We get Mark Wahlberg is salt. Like, come on. Yeah, come on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Ridiculous. But I don't know. I mean, I guess if it starts happening, it starts happening. They have they have locations, Berlin yeah. and like Spain. So I'm, I'm not going to judge it till I see a yeah. trailer. Yeah. I'll, I'll definitely hold my I guess. Own. I don't know. It's just been in production hell for so long. It has. <laughs> Duke Nukem Forever. Well, that, yeah. yeah, Duke Nukem Forever, if we're talking about video games, but I mean, the Hobbit franchise, right? that was in production hell for so long. I mean, that was in Guillermo Totoro's hands for a long time yeah. right. before it then got yeah. moved over to Peter Jackson's hands, and then mm-hmm. he was like, oh, we're going to CGI everything, except for this one scene in the river where we're going to use GoPros. Instead yeah. <laughs> 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 of... <laughs> Instead of uh, just CGIing that part, because then fuck they it. got like lazy in the third one, where they're like, "We're going to CGI an army, but everybody looks the same." So yeah, yeah, we're only going to use six character models. Yeah. yeah, this one I'm the most excited for out of all of them. I will say I'm gonna I'm gonna okay. preface okay this, <laughs> and then I will postface um preface him preface preface him yeah I, know. I was waiting preface for you and to catch it. no I know I was just being <laughs> preface and postface. I'm just being Post-fist. just being dumb. Uh, no, I'm I'm, I'm going to preface this one with I am the most excited for this one. Okay, okay. Are you most excited about this next bit, Alex? Emilio Estevez. This is what I was talking about. Is returning. Uh, oh, this is pre- come on, come on, preface. Chris. Oh, whoops. Before whoops. You were taking English class, you dullard. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow I thought we were still talking about Uncharted. I don't know. He said no. he was excited. Of course we weren't talking about Uncharted. <laughs> <laughs> um, Emilio Estevez is returning as Coach Bombay. Yeah, he is. In the Mighty Ducks Disney Plus series. That's exciting. On a completely yeah. related note, has anyone seen the mugshot circulating about yes, the kid who played the goalie? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. What? Goldberg. <laughs> the guy that played Goldberg, he like got arrested for breaking into something, and he's he's gone. It's very sad, actually. He's He has done a lot of drugs, wow. and it makes him look yeah, a lot He looks like older the most methed out person he, I've ever wow. seen. He, he, he looks like he's in his 50s or 60s. All that Mighty Ducks like money. 38 or something. Turned like into meth Seriously. money. And uh, it's... Is very sad. It and, is very and we, sad. You know, hope the best for him, but it is very sad. Um, I am so excited yeah. for this. The Mighty Ducks. Hard to agree. Um, yeah, for sure. The whole franchise. It's is fantastic. It like, will it change your life? This. Change your life. <laughs> so are, does this mean we're also going to see uh, a reboot of the animated Mighty Ducks series? Ooh, yeah. Hey. With the, God, the Ducks I go would, fight crime. I would yes. fucking hope so. That would right? be so And they have cool. like the Mighty Ducks hockey jersey on. Yeah, and, like, and the gold mask yes. and everything. <laughs> oh, oh man, that was awesome. I love back to me. I love the Mighty Ducks, though. Um, and and seeing, seeing Emilio Estevez do anything makes me happy. Hard to agree. Because um, I, I love me some Emilio. Um he yeah. directed a movie. You, you a big Emilio his, guy? I am. And I was like, Emilio! And um, he directed a movie a few years ago. <laughs> Isn't <laughs> he? Nobody? Nobody? No. Night at the Roxbury? No. Thank you, Phil. Thank you, Phil. I, I swear I to God, I saw him and I was like, Emilio! <laughs> um, anyway. Isn't that Jim Carrey and... Well, it's Will Ferrell and oh, Chris Will Kattan. Ferrell. Oh, whoops. Never Night mind. Night at the Roxbury. Whoops. whoops. <laughs> That's completely wrong. Oh, and Richard Grieco. And um, anyway... He directed a movie called The Way that came out. Yeah, I've seen ago. that with uh, seen with Martin, Martin Sheen. Sheen. Yeah, it's fantastic. 
Yeah, that I, was a, that was a really good movie. My I, dad and I watched that. I that's a good movie to watch with your dad. Yeah, that's a that is a fantastic specifically his dad movie. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm very very pumped for this one. Can't wait. Yeah, and uh, I've only got one more segue. Um, I want a segue. You want a segue? I do. Get over here. Yeah. Mortal Kombat Legends: Scorpion's Revenge gets a trailer. Excited. Wow. I haven't. I, I haven't seen it. I didn't watch the trailer. I'm not gonna lie. Is it? Uh, what is this? Live it's an. Action? It's an animated movie. It's animated. An animated okay. movie. That's so, why I'm excited. So um, it, Ed Boon. Ed Boon tweeted out the trailer the other day. So I mean, if it's got okay. the creator of Mortal Kombat praising it, you know, and tweeting it out, it's got to right. be. It's got to be somewhat interesting. I'm just being a shitty podcast host and didn't watch the trailer, which is. I didn't know it existed until so you just said I've it. So it's fine. I will oh, tell you that it's okay. incredible. Okay. Well, Mike, you've seen the trailer, so thankfully, it's tell great. us about it. Tell us. Tell us a little bit about it. What? What? What is the premise? Well, but, well, I mean, it was just a trailer. It, it didn't really go into the plot at all. It was just mostly exhibiting how the characters looked and how oh. the, the stage was set for what was obviously going to be another fantastic battle between good and evil. And, I mean, yeah, it all sounds really generic and everything, but the big failing, in my opinion, of the original Mortal Kombat movies was the fact that you could only do so much live action. But in animated, it's going to be great. Gotcha. It's going to be great. Gotcha. Right. Um, do you think this could be the potential of an MKCU? MK- yes, no, no. absolutely yes. Where it's like it would, origin films of all the characters. Let's get real. Hold on. It's an MKKU. <laughs> <laughs> they don't use C's in the Mortal Kombat universe. Ex- please excuse Mortal me. Mortal Kombat kinematic universe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yes, yes, I could see that. I mean, I don't know. Maybe that would be kind of sweet. I all the that. characters that ever guest spotted in a MK game before. Oh. Ooh. Joker mm. would be in there. Yeah, the Jedi. Oh, uh, Yoda and no, though they were uh, in Soul, Soul Calibur. Calibur. That's yeah. it, Soul Calibur. So yeah. Geralt was also in Soul Calibur. Oh, Geralt was. Yeah, he is. Terminator though, Jason mm-hmm. Leatherface. Oh, yep, Freddy. Um, Freddy. Yeah. They did the crossover with DC. Oh yeah, they oh, did. Yeah, which was like a solid fighting game of that. That was cool, but, but it was like held back with its uh, T T rating. Yeah, mm, mm-hmm. yeah. That was a really cool. That you was didn't really have the cool heroes game. kill anybody. So they didn't that was my fatalities. that was my first ever interaction with uh, Captain Marvel. For DC, oh yeah, yeah, it was from uh, Shazam. Yeah, before he was before he got forced into being Shazam. Yeah, and he was Captain Marvel. <laughs> <He got forced. laughs> That's and, exactly what happened too. Yeah, and so uh, that was uh, that was my first ever interaction with that. But I mean, I think that about wraps up all of our movie news. Yeah, yeah. We, what's our what's our main topic? Oh well, this week in the basement, we're thinking: is Disney a detriment or a delight? Mm. To the Ooh, film industry, I like that. Big yeah, you questions. like you like how it just mm. came up with that on the fly. That was really good, actually. Yeah, thank you, good thank you. I'll be here all week. Mickey. Oh, that's an even better one. <laughs> Am, I right? Am I right? That was a really good one. Asking the big questions here in the basement. Yeah. Oh, well, somebody's got to. <laughs> Damn it! You know, I've heard that you answer questions that everyone's afraid to ask. <laughs> that was was that your no no intro? no? I answer questions that no one ever asks. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Word on the street. So, yeah. so what are we thinking about this? What do we think? We're so Disney is obviously in the last few years. The main topic we're, we want to discuss, you know, Disney in the last few years has obviously purchased quite a lot. Yeah, in the last ten years or so, for sure. Um, two huge, uh, two mega, yeah, mega purchases. Mega in, purchases. Twenty first century Fox. Seventy-one billion dollars they spent on twenty first century Fox. Yeah, um, which is nuts. Forty percent of box but, office sales. Yeah. Forty percent. Yeah. 
It's crazy. I know. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, and then they've bought, what? Star Wars, Marvel. Star Wars and Pixar Marvel. Pixar in 2000. Yeah, well, they 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 bought Pixar forever mm. ago. Yeah. 2006. Yeah. Was when, yeah. So in the last 15 years, Disney has slowly been purchasing. Because Disney that, collaborated with Pixar for a long time, but yeah. they yep. flat out bought them in 2006. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't even that doesn't even account for like how they own like ABC, ESPN, and all that stuff. I mean, right, just, all that falls yeah. under their their um, purchases TV. from the yeah, uh, from the 90s. A huge yeah. presence in the television area. Yeah, they have right. just they have just as huge of a presence in the television stuff as they do in the film stuff. And you never really think about that either because you mm-hmm. always see Disney movies, Disney movies, right. but. Yeah, they're then I always remember why ESPN sucks these days, and I'm like ah, Disney. Friggin it's Disney. Disney. So when it comes to Disney, I think there are really three facets that you need to look at them: Disney as they relate to the consumer, Disney as they relate to movie theaters, and yeah. Disney as they relate to other studios. Okay. Um, personally, I think that as a consumer, that is the best face of Disney because I have personally been really happy with Disney movies in the last decade or so. The ones that have been made for kids, the mm. ones that have been in Marvel, uh, the the continuation of Star Wars. Uh, I, I personally think that they've been doing a really good job of putting out good movies. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a little bit up for debate, I guess. I mean, I don't think a lot of the uh, Pixar sequels have been all that great. Uh, specifically, like, Finding Dory is pretty much rinse and repeat Finding Nemo. Only. I thought Finding Dory was cute. Yeah, I mean, I, it's cute. You're right that it was yeah, kind but of I mean, derivative, but it was good. But, that, but, that, but does every movie need to be, like... Reinvent the wheel? Yeah, the best movie ever made. I mean, no, like, it doesn't need to be the best movie ever made, but, I mean, I just feel like instead that, that, to me, doesn't sound like you have a story to tell. That, to me, sounds like Disney executives went down to um the Pixar division and was just like you guys need to make uh Finding Nemo sequel so that way the kids who saw Finding Dory or Finding Nemo can take their kids to see this new movie. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know. I think you're you're not wrong. I and guess. it's the same thing with Incredibles 2, but I mean like but if Incredibles they Incredibles 2 is great. I loved Incredibles 2. I mean, yeah, I mean and I, th- I feel like I feel like Pixar movies have been I th- I feel like Pixar is doing a good job at do, bringing out new stuff um, with yeah, Coco and I, I like um, all of Pixar's Mano, new stuff. Moana, there it is. Moana's well, yeah, well, Disney, Moana's Disney oh, but it's not bad, Pixar. The the other what was the one about the emotions? Uh, Inside Out. Inside Out. Mm. Um, I think I'm Pixar excited for Pixar's job. new movie Soul. Yeah, I'm excited for that. And I don't know. I mean, like Toy Story, fantastic. Yeah, Toy you know, Story Four Incredibles, is in, fantastic. Is, I haven't is fantastic seen as well. Cars Three, but I've heard it's good. Oh, and I would from be what shocked. I've seen, from what I've heard of it, is that it's darker and it's it's more. It's we a good see story. A oh yeah, and, is, is, um, it, is it the Dark Knight of the Cars yeah. universe? Maybe. <laughs> um, I think they're handling Pixar itself very well. Uh, Disney, as far as Disney's kids movies go, I I couldn't agree more. All right, I think. Well, then I, how do you guys feel about? Their... I love Moana. <laughs> Hard agree. Absolutely. I love Moana. Well, then H up. How do you feel about? That? Do not like the... Moana. Yes. All right. Well, now you can leave again. It's terrible. <laughs> you can leave again, Chris. I, I just don't think Moana is oh. all that great. Star Wars saying. and the MCU. So how do you feel like they've handled those? See, oh. uh, these are the these are the things that like polar opposites. The live the live action. So if Ooh. we look at just so like straight up just Disney movies, right? Mm-hmm. The the live action movies. I get why they're doing those. Yeah, they haven't been fantastic. Beauty and the Beast was good. The line or the Jungle Book was was amazing. Yeah, the Jungle um, Book I think is still the best one. That yeah, I agree. Done. Yeah, and 
The Lion King just got on Disney Plus, and I'll probably watch it. But I've heard the big complaint about the Lion King is that the animals don't show, can't show emotion. But I haven't seen that. I haven't probably seen it. Probably gonna yet. be a problem for Bambi, honestly. And uh, right, which is you know the photorealistic problem. But so I think that they are doing good. I'm okay with the rehashing these older stories because of nostalgia and it's different takes and sure whatever. But then you get to the MCU. Mm-hmm. And you get to Star Wars, and you get to these big properties that they spent billions of dollars on. Right. And I think what you said a minute ago, Chris, is that you have polar opposites that can yeah. be more accurate. You have the MCU that is being creative, being consumer friendly, making a ton of money, but also doing things that you know are are different and. I don't want to say edgy's not the word, but they're taking risks. And then you have Star Wars that is, you know, why is it so hard for somebody to capitalize on Star Wars? I feel like I feel like Disney and Disney Star Wars franchise, um, prequels, you know, EA and how they've handled Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I feel like you have this entity, this this intellectual property that everyone loves and it's just everybody's having the hardest time capitalizing on it and figuring out the right thing to do with it and i think it makes star wars unique in a lot of ways but because we have the original trilogy that is you know loved and revered and three of the you know best movies ever made in a lot of people's eyes and and then everything that you have even if you try not to you compare it to that. It's like watching The Hobbit. Yeah. The Hobbit trilogy is not very good. No. Okay? It's not. Desolation of Smog is is the best one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, the first one is fun, but it's not a very good movie, but it's a, it's fine. It's a good way to put it. Yeah, it's, it's just fun. It's, yeah, it's a fine movie. And the third one's gar- hot garbage. But <laughs> you, can't, you can't watch those movies and not think about Lord of the Rings. Yeah, you just can't. I mean, anybody that watches them, I mean, and especially I, when it has Legolas, right? And right. Yeah. I mean, and Lord of the Rings is in, is one of my you know probably top five favorite movies of all time. That yeah. whole set. Yeah. But I can't watch The Hobbit and not think about Lord of the Rings. And I think that's the same way that I that people can't watch new Disney or new Star Wars stuff and not think about Empire and not think about new hope and how great those are and you don't want to compare them because in a lot of ways they are apples and oranges yeah it's not really fair it's but it's hard not to true you know what i mean true when you have a series that's been so beloved for so many years i mean people have grown up with this they've made it some people have centered their entire uh, their entire identity around it and yeah i can see how it would be pretty tough for them to accept the changes that have been happening but i don't I don't feel like that Disney's had that problem outside of the Skywalker saga, at least not to the same degree. Okay. A lot of the criticism has been around the three, the three movies. Right. And I, and cause it's, cause it's linked. I think that, I think you're absolutely right. That's the link. Exactly. Cause it's, it's It's cause of that link that, but things like the Mandalorian and rogue one and so much love. I mean, there were still the detractors. Don't get me wrong. Right. Solo probably the best example, but still, I just don't think even close to the same degree as we saw with force awakens, the last Jedi and the rise of Skywalker. Right. So, I mean, maybe now that that's done, we'll see more consistent appreciation for what the for the movies that are coming out because they'll be able to be more creative with it. They're not tied down to 
what was. Now they can focus more on what will be. Right. At least it's just that's just the way I look at it. With all these rumors of directors getting Star Wars movies, I mean, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. Right. I mean, Ryan Johnson evidently still has a trilogy in the works. I mean, we talked last week about Taika Waititi is evidently right. being uh, to di- direct another movie. They had Benioff and Weiss of from Game of Thrones, Infamy or Fame, however you want to. <laughs> depending who you are. Yeah, depending on who you are. They had them helm to direct something, and then they ended up getting fired, leaving. We still don't know what happened with all that. But I think the problem is is that Kathleen Kennedy and everybody over there at Lucasfilm, they just don't know right. what people want because you know you no, have you have this large portion of the Star Wars fan base when you know uh, when Force Awakens came out okay. uh, that um, <laughs> they were like, oh, this is basically just a New Hope rehashed. Like, give us right. something new, give us something fresh, give us something different, and then they give. They bring in Ryan Johnson, who was a, a sort of a big time director at that point. He was just starting like the cusp of like his big fame. Like Looper, I think was the last movie he had done mm. before this one. Yeah. And I fucking love Looper. Looper yeah, really fun. Yeah, watch. Looper, Looper's awesome. And then, uh, so then you bring him in, and he takes everything that you love about Star Wars, and he crumples it up, and he throws it away, and. It's, I loved it. It's just <laughs> awesome. It's just awesome. It's like fuck all of this. We're going in a completely new direction because this is what you guys asked for. And then everybody, it's fine. And then everybody comes online. <laughs> I, after, I didn't ask for it. <laughs> everybody, everybody comes online after after uh, they saw the Last Jedi, and they're like, "This is what we wanted. We wanted more of the same. We wanted, we wanted Luke Skywalker. We wanted him to be cool, not." Yeah, whiny. Not a. Pussy. <laughs> I mean, no, he is whiny. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But, we don't and, need to talk about the last Jedi. So, the last Jedi yeah, sucks. Yeah, all right. And, now, you, you know, know. And you know what? Maybe I'm not even just like I, I don't think I'm actually the right person to even talk about this because I've I've been the kind of guy who always just likes Star Wars or Star Wars. Mm. I, I've never I've never watched anything Star Wars that I didn't like. Save, I don't know the holiday special. No, I even <laughs> kind of like the holiday special. Oh, it was. I know. I love Star Wars. And yeah. I love, like I said, I like. I like watching The Last Jedi. It's just when I think about it as a <laughs> when you so, have to use your brain. When for I it. think about it as a film, there are there there's too many things. But so that I don't enough. like my point. My point is is that you have you're trying to appease the fan base, but yet the fan base continually attacks you for trying to appease it. I got. Yeah. I have a question for you. And so that puts them over at Lucasfilm in a really tough spot to figure out where everything is supposed to go. Now, right. granted, you have this gritty underside type that's getting that's being shown through the Mandalorian yeah. and you know maybe that is where they need to go they need to just have stories in Star Wars universes like right. still visit planets that are of importance in the Star Wars world like you know we did get to go to Tatooine right a few times in the Mandalorian TV show spoilers not really doesn't matter <laughs> and so but yeah I think that's the move I, I have I have a question for you so, I have an answer for you so I'm the answer man <laughs> this isn't the question, but first off, I think the big problem with the new with the new saga, the new trilogy, has been that they clearly had did not have a direction for it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That that which I feel like we can all agree on. They they did not have a direction. They did not have why why do you have why are you planning on going into a trilogy with one director in the first movie, a second director in the second movie, and not have that those people like working together in any way why are you 
just saying like, okay, you know what what happens now? That's like that's like, like being like, okay, we're gonna make a Star Wars trilogy, and uh, Scorsese gets the first one, and then Wes Anderson gets the second one, and then Tarantino gets the third. Like, oh my god, I'd like, be so down. Oh no, be, be fucking amazing. I would love to see a Wes Anderson Star Wars movie. I'd love to see Tarantino just do anything sci-fi. Oh yeah, it'd be awesome. Yeah, right. But, but uh, I still don't know the answer to that question. But you know no what I mean? Like, it's just why it and the movie it, suffered it, for it. it. They absolutely did. I got I get it, the feeling when I watch those movies that they were like this is going to make money because it's Star Wars. Yep. And that's, that's exactly, and that and is that it. was Kathleen Kennedy. That exactly. was her thought process behind it. And so my question but my question to you is this. You meant you brought up fans and fans being angry and upset and about everything and having Can you name another franchise where fans have such a big giant goddamn impact on on, on the on it like that like they do in Star Wars no because nope. I can't because I no. love Star Wars but Star Wars fans suck yeah they no suck. they're yes, awful they're, you, they're the worst you the can't the menace you <laughs> cannot think I, I cannot think of another franchise or another movie anything TV show anything where the fandom has such a stranglehold the fandom on almost everything. The fandom yeah. almost dictates how the executive producers should tell the stories, right? And it shouldn't and be there's that no, way. It there's no, be that way. and there's no consistency, so you don't get anything. That's why. That's why Mandalorian was so great because Mandalorians they just said, "All right, Favreau, here go." And then Favreau, Favreau went, doesn't give a went shit. and just did what he wanted to do yeah. for eight episodes, and and now we don't have, you know, it's not like he did one episode and then gone on Reddit and saw whatever, you know, everybody's bitching about. He did what he wanted to do. He has consistency through his eight episodes yeah. and and it tells a coherent story in a in an interesting fun way. And the new trilogy didn't have that. So mm-hmm. maybe Disney you know? Star Wars just needs to grow a backbone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's, I, that's I, I agree. Hard to agree. And that's agree. exactly because I would be I would be I don't mean to cut you off. No. Yeah. But I would like The Last Jedi, and I've said this before I would like the Last Jedi a lot more if it had been the first movie in the trilogy. If it was, if it was the the movie that started the trilogy, or even if it felt like if Force Awakens felt like the Last Jedi in tone and in how it was made, they really were different. And that that they would that they would fit coherently together because I never felt like the two movies fit coherently together. I felt like Force Awakens and Rise of Skywalker do. Um, but that last Jedi is kind of just there, and that's why I'm way more interested in Ryan Johnson getting a trilogy than I am, you know, for for as much hate as I give the Last Jedi, I'm very interested in Ryan Johnson's trilogy because it would be a coherent story. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. And that brings us that brings us to the exact polar opposite of this part, right. and then we can move the on to something else. Marvel. I mean, Kevin Feige from the get go knew what he wanted to do, but the reason why I think it might have potentially been easier for Marvel to do this is because they have so much material. They have, as of last year, 80 years of material to fucking work off of, whereas Star Wars doesn't have that. So, I mean, maybe that might have a potential of something to do with it, but I definitely think it still falls on the leadership of it more so than the story. You know what pisses me off about what you just said? What? They did. 
they did have oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah they, they had the Lord. Extended yeah. universe. Yeah, yeah, sure. Some of them didn't really coincide that well. There were a few inconsistencies. But when Kathleen Kennedy came out and said that these movies are really hard to make because we don't have anything to go off of. She did it, say that. It just steamed yeah. me, man. I forgot about that. Yeah. I was so angry about that because they did. They did. And they just threw it all away. Right. Yeah. Everything. But yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right about that. Their source material did make it a lot easier. Right. But but Feige had a plan. Mm-hmm. And and Feige had a plan spread out over 20. I mean, it's just, you're seeing it's the same thing that we were see, we saw with the DCEU. Where the DCEU, I mean, they're getting their they're getting their shit together now, right? Shazam, Aquaman, awesome. But when Man of Steel and uh, BVS and Justice League and all those came out, Evidently, it, it Birds was, of Prey fucking rules. I heard Birds I of Prey. I want to see it. I, I want to so. see. I hope oh it does my too. God, I want it to do but, good. But the DCEU started with them trying to catch up to Marvel. Yeah, yeah right. For they sure. Didn't, they didn't have. They didn't take the time to develop their characters. Take the time to to do you know because realistically there should have been Man of Steel, Man of Steel two, a bat a Batman solo movie, a Wonder Woman solo movie, a Justice League movie, yeah. and then go, like. And and built up to that, mm-hmm. but they were trying to catch up to Marvel as fast as they could, and and sometimes taking your time is better pay than, off in the long run yeah. and get you the biggest movie that's ever been made. Yeah, yeah, you know, it could have been, it really could have been, but it came out too fast. Yeah, that's and what I she said. That, I think that Star Wars was kind of doing Ayo. the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, and and you're right. I think that really does sum up the first third of the Disney, uh, the Disney problem. Anything they have a love hate relationship with their fans. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Anything Star Wars related, I believe. Uh, Lucasfilm said that they are waiting until 2021 to relaunch anything Star Wars related. So you know we've got a year. Okay. We got a year and some change off. The first year break in what? God, what has it been? Seven years. Good. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. I need a break. I can do that. Yeah. So Disney and the consumer. We've we've covered that. Yeah. Disney and theaters. Disney and theaters. Disney is a fucking bully to movie they theaters. So yeah. are. They demand they demand like sixty percent of the ticket revenue, whereas like uh, other yeah, other production companies only require only require fifty percent, okay. and some even go as low as forty five. Mm-hmm. Wow, I didn't know they I was demand sitting. that they put it on their biggest screen and have no less than a minimum of four week runtime. Yeah. yeah, even and if then, nobody shows up to the show, and then they do it because the they don't have a do choice. It. They, I mean, what kind of theater? I, I didn't know I was. I didn't know I was sitting here talking to a couple of communists. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> First Sorry, off, is this not is this not America? Like, I, I thought this was America. <laughs> I mean, it's just one of those things no, where like no, Disney Disney is just doing it because they have the influence to do it, and they know that they can get away with it because yeah. they know that theaters need to play their movies in order to make their their nut pretty right. much yeah. for the for the year. And you know, it's a good thing Disney puts out a shitload of fucking movies a year. Speaking of which, Disney is putting out seven films in twenty twenty. That rolls back year. to the forty percent of the box office last year. Yeah, yeah, and so you know, it's just yeah. No, I mean that's that's. The but you can't guy. stop that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like that's that is them with their their draw. They have the draw to demand what they demand, and it sucks, but they do. Mm-hmm. It is. I don't know how you stop it. All the theaters you know. would have to come together. Right. Oh, See, there's, there's, there's a big problem in the fact that there are three primarily big 
theater chains, you know, there's Regal, there's AMC, and then there's Cinemark. Yeah. And, you know, they have the most money, so therefore they're not really hurting as yeah, much as local independent theaters are, which, Absolutely. like, need to try to play these big movies to try to draw in as many people as they possibly can to yeah. keep their theater running. And that 60% is a huge hit for that little four-screen theater. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. And it, But this is... Yes, this not, is America. <laughs> not, not to... I know, I know, that's... I'm, I'm just... I'm being stupid. But <laughs> not to, you know, draw direct comparisons, but it, it's the same... It is capitalism. It's yeah. capitalism, yeah, and fair. it sucks, but it's it's Walmart coming to a small town. Yeah, no, you know it's what I mean? It's going to yeah. shut it's, down every mom-and-pop grocery store, right. furniture store, odds-and-end store, hardware store. All those and are going to take a hit. And it sucks, and pretty much everybody can agree that it's... Is not good, but there's not. I don't know what you do to yeah, to stop enough. it, other than it's like just, you said. Other it's than just like, sad to watch. It's it sad is. to watch them becoming so powerful, and and it's not even just them being so strong. It's them having an acute understanding of how strong they are and how hard right. they can wave their influence. Yeah, I mean, and and seeing them do it, it's just Bob Iger's mm, proud of it. It's, yeah, it's crazy. It's, makes me want to throw yeah. up. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of a little gross. While yeah, we're still on the topic, what? but you know what. You know what? What? You're gonna go. You're gonna go see the next fucking Star Wars movie. Because I'm a weak-willed yeah, baby. Yeah, go see the next fucking Marvel movie. Yeah, yeah, I'm a sheep. And Feed I'm... me, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Please say whatever. I've been a bad say. boy. Away from yeah. All right. Oh, so shit. while we're so, while we're still on the topic of Disney and theaters, I just wanted to. I did a little bit of some research, and I wanted to tell you guys how many movies Disney has plans for. So first of all, oh, yeah. um, in May of 2019, Disney announced that the, uh, the release dates for 63 films starting as early as 2020 will go all the way through 2027. Wow. 63 fucking movies. My actual God. That's, if they released those in a year, there would be a new movie out less than a week. Yeah. Less than now, how many, how, but how many of those are just, we want to make this. Oh, I mean, I don't, I don't know, but I mean, they've got yeah. like, they've got like a ton of stuff slated for right. Marvel and that. They've got a ton of stuff slated for Star Wars and that. That's just like untitled Marvel project, untitled right. Marvel project, <laughs> untitled Star Wars project. They got all right. seventeen fucking Avatar movies. I don't even know how many they're supposed to be fucking <laughs> making anymore. They, real quick, real they quick, actually, on that. they canceled Avatars four and five. They're only making Avatar two and three now. Oh, oh seriously? Yeah. I was getting ready to. I ask read that. This. I read that. Does anybody really give a flying fuck? About Avatar anymore? Not at all. Not me neither. Not at all. I, fucking, name, I didn't like the first one. Fucking Space Pocahontas. Name character from Avatar. Sean Worthington. Or Sam, Sam Worthington. I didn't even get his name right. No, <laughs> He's I, not I even said, a character. Is the actor. I said character. Oh, not well, oh um, John Smith. I'm pretty <laughs> sure he wasn't in there. <laughs> no, he's in, in Pocahontas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the main character's name was Jake Sully. And oh. no, but nobody even Jake Jake Sully. Sully. Jake Sully. Wow, that's like Talladega. That's like Ricky Bobby esque almost. <laughs> Jake Sully. <laughs> yeah. And the award for douchiest character name of all time goes to <laughs> Jake, Jake Sully. Sully. Jake Sully. <laughs> Jake, get on up here. Get on up here. And, um. Oh no. Disney is showing seven movies alone in 2020. I mean, when you're that's almost when that, you're uh, as huge as they are. That's over one movie yeah. a month. Yeah. Almost, or that's almost. I'm nope. sorry. That's almost half a movie a month. <laughs> math, man. Math, so math why couldn't you just hard. said one movie every two? That's months. one. No, you know what? That's, that's what I was aiming for. <laughs> that's <but>. seven <laughs> movies a year. <laughs> <laughs> um, and in 2021, 
in 2021, Disney has two untitled animated features planned, one from Pixar and one from Disney. All right, cool. Three untitled Marvel movies and four untitled live action features. This pattern will continue in 2022 with an additional film from Pixar. And every one of those films is a nightmare waiting to happen for a small theater owner somewhere out in Ohio. I know. Or, like, Nebraska. Do they even have theaters in Nebraska? I don't know yes. if they have people in Nebraska. <laughs> Where where are we getting all this corn from? <laughs> there's no there's there's no people in Nebraska. Where's all the so corn? much goddamn corn? Where's where's there's all the so corn? Where's all the maize coming from? Oh the maize. God. Okay, so Disney hates but bows to their fans. Disney dis- just absolutely destroys theaters whenever it gets a chance to. Well, Disney's run by the by money. Yeah. If Kevin Feige, if if the MCU didn't make the money that I'm it about made, to be a shareholder in Disney stock. It's oh. only $146. Well, for one B stock? For one Good for, you. for one E trade stock. Oh, um, so that yeah, that's B stock. You're B stock. <laughs> yeah, you're real real quick before we move stock. off of theaters. Um I, I just wanted to make a point. Oh, oh whoa, dude, Alex, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Fine, Go ahead, bro. Fine. No, please, please. I just want to. That was really quick. I just want to say, uh, if 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 Feige and an MCU weren't making the money they were making, then Disney would have way more control. Yeah, that's and true. Take way more control. The only reason that that the MCU is making the money that it's making is because the MCU started before Disney bought it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because like Paramount yeah. put out Captain America, mm-hmm. yeah, and so Disney buys them. They had all these movies already there, ready to roll and going, and they have this plan. They follow through with this plan. This plan makes a ton of money, and now Feige's basically earned the earned the right to just do whatever the fuck that he wants. Yeah, he to. calls his own shots, and right. But if those if that didn't work, if the MCU and the Infinity Saga and that didn't work, then they would they take control like they do with Star Wars, and they mm-hmm. would be doing the same thing that they do with Which Star Wars. Which raises the question, what happens if the next phase isn't as successful as they want it to be? Do we, you think that they'll just go ahead and do that? What do you do to top the biggest movie of all time? I don't uh, like, know. Do, you have to, uh, do they have to push forward to try and top it? They're going to try to go in a different direction with different heroes. I don't know. Well, see, and now they're going out. They're going more outward. Yeah, they're, they're, right. I mean, I we have we have top, we have Black Widow, and then the next movie that's really supposed to start setting things up is Eternals, and that's mm. all in space, and that's evidently that's evidently supposed to be like a hundred million years before yeah. like superheroes and people and yeah. Earth and everything right. like that. It's, it's not going to be, like be as funny origin. as Guardians, and because of that, it's going to flop. I don't know. Kumail Nanjiani's fucking funny, dude. He's also jacked. Fair, yeah, fair. He's ripped. And so yesterday. is Brian Tyree Henry. I watched this video yesterday, Command on Johnny. Uh-huh. He was on Conan. Yeah. And uh, they had him, that picture of him being ripped. It was on uh, Pornhub. Oh, and, nice. And Pornhub got so many John hits from this picture <laughs> that they sent Kumail Nanjiani a 10-year subscription to Pornhub Premium. For nice. <laughs> so now he has this 10-year subscription. And he's just like, you You think I don't need a premium subscription until you have it. He's like, <laughs> And he's like, and he's like, he's like, he, what he, he made some joke where he's like, if I have some crazy fetish in like five years, I'm covered. He's like, 
That's awesome. There is no man. other website in existence with a better sense of humor than fucking Pornhub. Oh, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> They're so funny. I'm sorry, what, what were you going to... Oh, um, gonna I was just going to uh, touch on the fact that there is actually um, legislature happening right now to roll back a few... And I don't know if they're bills specifically or just different ordinances <laughs> that forbids filmmaking studios from purchasing their own theaters. And oh. there's talks on rolling that back. And if that does happen, I think hmm. that that will completely change the dynamic of not only Disney with studios, but all filmmaking studios. You mean with, so it would allow them to purchase their own theaters? Yeah, they would be able to start oh, so their we own would have like theater a Disney, chain. Th- a Disney theater. Yeah. A Disney theater? Hmm. And that's, that's interesting. That's it's just, the only place where you can watch Disney movies. Oh my Disney God. Could place. you imagine that? <laughs> oh no. They would charge, they would charge like. Fifteen fucking dollars a ticket or something outrageous. Did you no, say fifteen? Yeah. No, they wouldn't. They All would the, charge. The places like, I go to now charge fifteen. They would really? charge yeah. like. Oh, whoops. They would charge like. I haven't. I haven't four. like actually paid for a movie ticket in like six months, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Fair enough. Disney would charge like four bucks. Okay. But then they charge the other places seventy percent. But they they would charge like four dollars at their theaters. At like prime movie time, Disney would walk in and be like, "All right, so Friday, Saturday evenings, four dollar tickets." Oh, and then and they would just crush, drain any movie that's coming just out, drain the <laughs> market from any other theater. <laughs> they open the doors at six thirty. They're like, anybody before here that comes here before eight o'clock, you just get to see the movie for free. <laughs> oh my god, that would be insanity, and they would just, madness. They would. Ju- what, are you, what are you? What are you gonna go? You gonna go see? Fucking Jojo Rabbit? No, you're gonna go see a Disney movie for four dollars. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So yeah, it'll definitely uh, change the game, right? Absolutely. It would, and it would change the game entirely. So Disney consumer, Disney theaters, Disney and other studios. Well, this what, is where we get into the big the big purchase. There's right? only four of them now. <laughs> the twentieth well, century Fox. Not just purchase. the big studios. I also want to talk about how Disney's having a big impact on the smaller studios. Oh, I mean, I think smaller. I mean, they are, but I mean, smaller studios don't rely on like big fucking tentpole action films to get them by. Smaller studios rely on hype-driven films like Uncut Gems to get them by. But I mean, like, what about like Fox Searchlight? Well, Fox. You mean Searchlight now? Yeah, it's just it's just just Searchlight Searchlight. now. So Searchlight, or well, Fox Searchlight. For those of you that don't know, was kind of always like the indie division of Fox. It was like where the weird movies went to uh as far as like fox movies were right. concerned and i mean now i don't know i mean it, it wasn't a smaller studio it was still a sub subsidiary of fox right so i mean but do you think disney is still going to like allow that kind of stuff to happen? i mean I, I, I would believe so because i'd I mean, like to think so i yeah. would i would hope just so. gotta make money yeah i mean you have to assume that whatever they do it's always it's gonna always going to be about money. Yep. If you mm. make money, then then you'll do it. Then they'll do it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I th- uh, everybody was like, "Oh my gosh, these first few movies that Disney acquired since they bought the rights to Fox aren't doing that well." But the movies that they had were like Stuber, <laughs> which I didn't see, um, Dark Damn. Phoenix, oh. you know, like all those fucking dumpster fires of movies and you know like you can't blame disney for those flopping my god and disney can't necessarily blame fox for those flopping because they were made while fox was still in charge of it but they were only just released under the disney umbrella because disney just recently had bought fox at that point alex you look like you really have something you want to say oh shit yeah he does searchlight 
Jojo Rabbit's a searchlight movie. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. Oh. I said, you're going to go see Jojo Rabbit. Oh. You could go see, now you could probably go see it for four bucks. Yeah. At, Disney at, at the Disney <laughs> movie. Disney, Disney theater. theater. Starring Tim Allen. <laughs> the, the Jojo Rabbit sequel. Exactly. <laughs> two Joe, two Rabbit. Two, two Joe, two Rabbit. <laughs> 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 Two Joe, two Rabbit. The next one after that is just going to yes. be called Joe, and the other, next one after that is Joe Rabbit. Oh, Joe there Rabbit. you go. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, my God. Until so, it's just J9. Oh, <laughs> J9. Oh, my. Good pull, good pull. Oh At what point God. do they introduce Jason Statham into it? <laughs> I don't know. Right before At, Dwayne At, The Rock Johnson gets into it. Yeah. <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson as Hitler. Oh, there we oh, go. Oh, wow. In Joe jo- in in. <laughs> Joe Fast, Joe Joe Fast, (laughs) (laughs) two Joe, two Wabbit. (laughs) That's my favorite. Two Joe, two Wabbit. That's my favorite. favorite. Oh Oh, shit! Somewhere, somewhere out there, but then there's still is there still JoJo Rabbit Tokyo Drift? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's JoJo Rabbit Autobahn Speedway. Okay. Thinking culturally, I like that. Mm-hmm. I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you like what, what I did there. So really, I guess Disney's impact on smaller studios basically just rests on how much spotlight Disney's going to want to give yeah. right. those little indie movies. And, you know, at the same time, you, of course, have a company that's putting out such stellar box office busters that's going to take away some of the shine from other smaller studios that put out movies into theaters. But that's always been that way. That's not Disney's fault for being a big company. Yeah. The big movies have always outshown the little ones. And for people that only go to the movies once or twice a year, of or, course they're going to wait to see the big ones. Go me. Ahead. No, go Alex is just once twice a year. Huh? He's one of those people. Oh, oh, there yeah. you go. I had, okay. a baby, I had a baby last year. I saw Avengers Endgame, and then I saw Star Wars. You saw Joker. And I saw Joker. Yeah, and saw you Joker. saved it up. There you go. Exactly. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, no one's going to go to see that little Sundance film. Not, not that there's no, anything wrong with that. But, but those, yeah, yeah. But that's why you make the big budget movies. You make the big budget, big budget movies so that you have the money to put into the small budget. Yeah. Exactly. The award winners, the, you know. Yeah. Well, Disney has for sure made enough mo- money. Uh, they, oh, no they've been no there ever enough. They've not. been the first studio to gross over $5 billion in three consecutive years. That's a lot of cheddar. That's $15 billion cheddars. Thank you. Fifth, yep, <laughs> like like seven movies every half year? Yeah, something like that, you know. <laughs> So they've spent a total, I wrote this one down, they've spent $15 billion on Pixar, Marvel, and Star Wars. Okay, Acquiring all three of those? Acquiring all three of those. Yeah. Made it back in three years. Yeah. Yeah. That's disgusting. But makes me (laughs) me (laughs) sick. Um, So Disney's relationship with the other big studios, there's one complaint I wanted to bring up that I hear a lot of people talk about, people that actually uh, I've seen on Twitter that belong to the other big five is that there's just there's no more interesting IPs out there anymore. Well, yeah, Disney, Disney owns all the good stuff. Disney's bought them yeah. all up. Now you have to rely on your own original movies. <sighs> where are we in the world? Oh where my you God, have to right? come up with oh, original no. ideas. <laughs> but they don't even have to be original. They just have to be creative, like ideas that you stole from a foreign film that you saw, like, <laughs> which is 12 how ninety nine percent of the time it works. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. But now they can't. Whereas if Disney. If Disney makes a bad movie with an IP we all love, a lot of people are still going to go see it. They're going to complain about it, sure, but a lot of people are going to go see it. And if they make a great movie with an IP we love, well, it's going to be just a, a, a modern classic. Right. But right. 
because those other studios don't own those beloved IPs, they're they're not going to have that cushion to fall back on. Like, oh, this is a uh, this is an Avengers movie. This is right. a Star Wars movie. Right. People are going to come see it anyway. Right. So it's just I can understand where they would feel a little bit of you know shakiness in that bottom line when they're like, man, this movie could really hurt us if it's bad. Whereas with Disney, it's like, oh, it'll kind of hurt if it's bad. Yeah, we'll try it. If it sucks, yeah. then we'll wait a couple of years and we'll reboot it. Who knows? Exactly. Maybe maybe, maybe Disney will spur some creative new things, but I doubt it. I don't know. I'm going to touch Alex's communis- buzz- communism button here for a second and say that they're actually a pretty big movement uh, in the Twitterverse I've seen for Disney to be forcefully dismantled. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, like uh, it's, it's a monopoly? Yeah. Uh, to put it under antitrust laws and say they're violating it. I mean, they wouldn't have been allowed to buy half the stuff if they, if yeah, they bought exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, they wouldn't There's, have been allowed to buy 20th Century Fox. And but they don't want to Didn't they that. buy AT&T? Oh, no, that's no. AT&T and Time Warner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that. that merger, like, all that stuff is under goes under investigation before it's purchased anyway. Yeah. Big exactly. I mean, yeah, they're horizontal mergers, so it is kind of, eh, but you're right. right. They did extensive investigation before that. So right. it's just a lot of people really pissed off that there's another juggernaut out there. And like most of what we talked about tonight, that's just not Disney's fault. Yeah, no. well, no, Disney with with them acquiring Fox, they officially own over um, over or about thirty three percent of the film industry. So, like, they officially yeah. own a third, and the rest is divided amongst Warner Bros., Universal, Sony, and Paramount. I would be kind of wow. upset if they did go higher than that, though. <laughs> I I would agree. I'm kind of upset that they're at a third. Yeah, like, that's, no, I mean, that's yeah, high. I, I am too. But I'm willing to let that be like, like okay, I, like, I'm acceptable. Like they're the most. big, yeah. they're the big swinging dick in the room. They're <laughs> And everybody, that was the best. and everybody else is just kind of sitting there, like man, in awe. yeah. I mean, nobody in the room. Disney is, small, is Disney is the guy in his forties in the locker room that is confidently walking around naked, and his dick is so long it's hitting his knees. And yeah, <laughs> and everybody else is like, I'm gonna leave my towel on, and then that's the rest of the studio. Everybody else is fucking showering in shorts, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> little, little water shoes on. He's the guy that'll go to church wearing a t-shirt saying Big Dick is back in town yeah. and not bother putting on a jacket. Yeah. That's Disney right there. Yep. Big, di- Big Dick Disney. And for better or worse, that's the Disney we got. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they, they do. They That's such a high... Wow. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. Just wait until they buy, uh, you know, Warner Brothers. Yeah, right. And, or, or, or I was watching a, a video today... Um, the, a prediction for what Disney's next big purchase is? Pokemon. Pokemon, Ooh, interesting. The I Pokemon would love company. to see that because I didn't bring it up when you guys were talking about it, but I am so cashed out on Pokemon. I love Pokemon. I do not even want to play Sword and Shield. Oh, oh man. So good. I'm having oh, a blast. So, Sword, Sword's like one of, the, one of the best Pokemon games I've played in a long time. Yeah, really? I'm, I'm really it's enjoying very Shield. Very Damn, good. Damn, I'm going to have to play it. Very you good. Should. You and should. And it's a very good look into what the next Pokemon game will be. Because Ooh, like the like the uh, wild area is completely like a three D space and game. You control the camera, swing the camera around, and all the Pokemon around, are running around, and all the Pokemon are running around. But it's only in that in that wild area, which is a really big part of the map. But that's where you go catch all the Pokemon. Okay. Um, and so it it was almost like they experimented with that in order for the next game to be fully that way. Well, and they it's, pulled it's that out good. of. Uh, did you play Let's Go Pikachu or Let's Go Eevee? Yeah. You, you of course then then you know exactly what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, I really like that mechanic too. But, so you know, maybe I will give it a shot. But Disney owning Pokemon, Pokemon is the that highest... means we would get Pokemon Land at Disney World. I'd kind of po- be about oh, that. Pokemon oh, is yes. the is the um, most profitable 
uh, brand video, or, video or brand? no, like just brand period brand in the world, Holy like balls. like IP in the world. Oh well, yeah, I mean um, think think about how densely populated a lot of the Asian countries are. Well, just Fair think enough. of everything then, Pokemon then, has. Yeah, and everything, literally everything Pokemon has from co- from coffee shops to cafes to, you know, right. but, restaurants. But think about this for a second, gentlemen. We're talking about the biggest film corporation trying to buy the rights of a beloved brand from the biggest gaming corporation in existence. Yeah. Nintendo. What if, yeah, never what if Disney bought go. Nintendo? Don't, don't. I'm done. I'm gone. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't. Oh. Want, you don't want to think about that, no, Mike. I no, I don't. No, want no, to, no, I don't. I don't ever want to think about that. Nintendo is Nintendo's my baby. Yeah, yes. no, I understand. I've heard. I never want to think. I've about heard that. rumors of potentially like <laughs> Apple or Google maybe looking into into buying Disney. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, Pokemon is the biggest media franchise. Generates has generated over ninety billion dollars in its year in its history. Now it's just just the the franchise itself. That is now, not hard if to you believe. look at if you look at like the top ten media franchises of all time, Disney has like five of them. Oh with, my with, god! With with Winnie the Pooh is in there. Mickey Mouse is in there. Disney oh. princesses are in there. Um, now Star Wars and Avengers. Star Wars, yep. yeah, yeah, and and but number one is Pokemon. Wow, that's crazy. You know what's crazy about all this, though, huh. is that I went among doing my research. I read that. Um, so this article that I found this one was from 2019. So this would have been back in 2012. So seven years ago, Disney was at the bottom of a five-year box office slump, and they've managed to. Cr- I saw that, and they've also. managed to crawl their way to uh, being the fucking dominatrix of the film industry. Dominatrix. Seriously. You know what I was thinking about Disney, Disney also? Yeah, names. everybody else is a dom. Or, or, or a Disney, Disney's a dom and everybody else's are just subs. <laughs> I mean, think about Disney movies from the 2000s. Can you think of like really solid They've got Disney like movies the Tooth from Fairy like, and all those like shitty kids movies. Right, but I mean like 2003, 2000, excuse me, for other than like National Treasure and the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. No, mm. I can't. Can I you did think, love Pirates of the Caribbean. Can you think of any really fantastic big Disney movies every all the big Disney movies you think of are in the last 10 years yeah for sure for sure yeah it's just crazy to see what Disney has done so gentlemen racks ridges do we have anything else to talk about Disney uh no the I only, think we covered it pretty well oh sorry oh, go ahead. yeah the only thing that I wanted to bring up was the idea of Disney um you know owning all of this TV stuff which I think uh, which we've talked about before um will really give us a lot more content on Disney plus Things oh, like AB, absolutely, you know, ABC and Disney and ESPN into streaming. And, we didn't even talk about that. Uh, mm-hmm. well, Touch well, they own Touchstone, Marvel, Lucasfilm, Pixar, but like uh, Hulu, they own Hulu, also. So, like, will we see Hulu? Sixty uh, percent. Yeah, I, yeah, I read that when they bought Fox, they got yeah. thirty percent on top of the thirty. Oh they wow! Had. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That's ridiculous. And Hulu's like right up there with Netflix too. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. I know. Um. Disney, I, stop it. I know that Disney. I know <laughs> that Disney pulled the plug on the Bob's Burgers movie. It was yeah. supposed to come out like in theaters this year, and I think it's oh, no. going to end up. You don't like Are, Bob's Burgers? I, oh man, I like. Bob's I, I'm not a big fan though. No. Yeah, that's great. Great show. Great show. You get out of here. I was about to say, Alex over here being understanding, and you're just looking at me like you want to fucking kill me. <laughs> yeah. You get out of here. Bob's you Burgers is here. fantastic. Linda. <laughs> and I and I would not stand for that kind of blasphemy. But okay. I mean, I definitely think that's going to end up being selling a Disney Plus original movie or something like that. Yeah. God, Disney Plus. 
I can't wait till they fully utilize that platform. I was just I know, talking, right? I was just talking with my wife yesterday. Ever since the Mandalorian ended, I haven't even touched Disney Plus, and I was wondering. I Me was neither. Like, Should I even continue I, to pay the seven dollars? I watch uh, movies with my daughter. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Well, I mean that makes sense. I yeah. got. I have the free year though. Cause oh of yeah, because of Verizon. Wait till uh. wait till Disney and Verizon merge. <laughs> oh, that would be crazy. Yeah. They're just gonna kill Comcast for the shit of it at that point. Because Disney and I mean, you know that's that's. Inevitable. How long is that going to take? Because Disney works with Verizon on everything. On everything, Disney's working with Verizon for five G. Like, how long does it take before those two companies merge? And then you have Disney providing you with your media streaming service, the internet on which you watch it. Oh my! Oh my. This is getting into A some Disney like, Terminator shit. Yeah. yeah. Skynet. Dystopia. Mickey Net. Mickey Net. Mickey Net. Mickey Net. McNet. You heard it here first, folks. McNet. It's, it's coming, coming at you. Ass. Yeah. It's turning the frogs gay. It's turning the friggin' yeah. frogs gay. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that... that what a well, yeah, guys, let's... do we think that you should still fuck with the mouse? Of course. Of course. Just just realize that I mean, I'm gonna... capitalism yeah. <laughs> eventually breeds titans of which will crush you under their gigantic feet. But until then, have fun watching the mouse. <laughs> 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 all right well mike with you being the guest tonight you have brought us oh yeah your movie 20 question yes. suggestion you yes. you're going right. to try to stump alex trying and i trying to stump us yep i'm on it give me one second to pull it up so hopefully I it's not game. resident evil yeah <laughs> damn it <laughs> man what a crazy what a crazy finish we'll never have another finish like that that was, that was that until was, we have another really finish like that. that i yeah I really like you. You definitely cut out some stuff and like some some dead air in there too. I did think I? so. I feel like you did. I, I felt know. like a lot shorter than I. I don't know. I remember All it right. being. I remember it being a long I'm time. Ready. All right, you ready? Yep. Oh, sorry, I'm ready. <laughs> You're ready. All right. Um, um, do you want to lead off? Yeah. I mean, did this movie come out after January first, two thousand? No. Oh, all right. Pre two thousand. Alrighty. Uh, did this movie come out after January first, nineteen eighty? No. Oh God. Oh Jesus. Yeah. No. Kind of. Um. Came out before nineteen eighty. All right. It's got to be seventies movie, right? This uh, did this movie come out? Yeah. I mean, go ahead and ask it. All right. Did it come out after January first? 1970. Yes. Okay. Cool. Okay, so 70s. 70s. Right, so three I questions. promise nothing too obscure. <laughs> okay. 70s movie. All right, so let's think about it's not it's not Marvel. It's not. <laughs> it's clearly it's clearly not a superhero the very movie. First could be Star Wars. Um, no, but it could be it could be Star Wars. That's not superhero though, that's sci-fi. Um so we don't even have to ask superhero cuz movies nope. come out there. It it most likely drama um, drama thriller this is gonna be really weird but i think it's rocky um but um <laughs> <laughs> anyway um, i have this weird feeling that it's taxi driver Ooh, all right so um it's gonna be some kind of should we ask a uh, critical claim like uh wards and stuff, and stuff? Uh, or do we want to ask um, I, don't, I don't know if we should go the critical acclaim route because i mean that like there's just so many movies that have won so many awards and all right. that shit and it's kind of hard to um is this movie a drama no. No? Okay. Not a drama. There was a big horror boom in the 70s, too, so we got to keep that in mind. Mm. Horror movies. Horror movies. 
right. Like that's well, when like Friday the Thirteenth got started, and that also when like when Texas Chainsaw that's Massacre. How, that's when now, now Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, Halloween was in seventy eight. Friday Thirteenth was until nineteen eighty. Oh, whoops. And then, but Exorcist was. Oh Exorcist yeah, Exorcist 70s? was seventies. Or was um, it eighty three? No, Exorcist was seventy seventies. Seventies. Um, okay. that was also like when Carrie was around. All right, so we're gonna ask. All right, um, is. Is this adapted? Should we ask if this is like yeah. an adaptation? Is this a horror movie? No. Okay, not a horror movie. Okay. <laughs> is this a movie based off an adaptation or something like a book or anything like that? Uh, mm, mm, um, is it? Does it, is would a spinoff be counted as an adaptation? Hmm. I would. I know that's kind of a bone to throw you guys, but I don't yeah, want to give you wrong. I, I, w- I would assume it is. What do you think? Yes, I would say it's from an another movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's because you would need the first movie to have the be able to have the spinoff. Right, that's true. So that's yeah, true. so yeah, I would say it's part of an adaptation. Okay. All right. So the spinoff. The spinoff. Spinoff. Ooh. 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 Spinoff. Uh, yes, uh, hi. I'm here for the uh, spinoff. The, uh, yes, the, the, the beef spinoff. I've, I've heard the beef. I've heard <laughs> the beef, beef spinoff spin-off is, a, is, a, is, a, is a fantastic. Um, <laughs> All right, not horror. Hmm. In the seventies, in a spin-off. the seventies. So I don't know if narrowing down dates any further would help me out. I think just staying with. As he fervently stares at his Blu-ray collection. In the seventies is a good yeah, I am I'm really looking. Do you have a um, lot of seventies movies in your Blu-ray collection there, Alex? Uh no. No no I do <laughs> not. That stinks. Um What else? What do we think? What do we wanna do we wanna go? Um I wonder if this has any sequels. How many movies from the seventies have sequels other than Rocky and the Godfather and Star oh. Wars? True. How many movies are there a spinoff of, though? But this movie is the spinoff. But this movie is the spinoff. And if it's from the 70s, then you have to assume it's a spinoff from something earlier, right? Obviously. Because hmm. it can't be a spinoff of something later. It's it's and wonderful so, watching your mind work, I just want to say. <laughs> Thank you. It's, Thank uh, you. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it's not a horror movie. It's not a horror movie. It's not a drama. Don't you guys have like 15 questions left? We do. But we want to figure it out. And oh, low, you want to get the high score? I understand. You want to get the high score? Um, how about war movies? A war movie? Mm, war yeah, movie, war movies with a spinoff. Oh, the spinoff thing is really throwing me for a loop. I wonder if a, what big about a comedy. Oh, yeah, is it a comedy? Com- yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Comedy. Right. Comedy. Right. So it is. Hmm. Is this, this directed? Comedy is the spinoff. Is this directed? I wonder if it's directed by like a, who we consider like a top tier director like today, because you know, like Scorsese was in the seventies. I'm not saying this is a Scorsese comedy, but I mean, like you know, Wait like a minute. What if it's based on? What if it's like a? What if it's like Blues Brothers or Animal House or something like based? Or like Blues Brothers was like based like on National it? Lampoon? Yeah, based on National Lampoons or based on SNL? Oh. Hmm, interesting. SNL was seventy five when it started. Yeah, something like that. When was, was Blues, Blues Brothers? Brothers? Yeah, oh, it was Blues Brothers in the seventies? No, I, I, uh, I think Blues Brothers I, was early eighties. I don't think so. No, it was know? before. I mean, it's Belushi. Yeah, when when and did Belushi, Belushi die? Wait, when did Ghostbusters come out? 
Ghostbusters came out in like 83. Okay, because Go- J- Belushi was supposed to be in Ghostbusters. And, Bl- and Belushi was dead by then. Okay. And so, he died before they made Ghostbusters. Right. So, uh, okay. So, Aykroyd wrote it with him in mind. All right. And Belushi was also in Animal House, which was in the 70s. Yeah. Okay. So, Blue- Blues Brothers has to be in the 70s. Okay. Then, okay. But we, we don't even. Is but, it, but is it. Um, so it is a comedy. What other comedies do we have from the from the seventies? All right. Well, you got like all, the National Lampoon's Animal House. Um, is the graduate? What, what kind of Bill Murray comedies we have in there? Oh shit! Bill Murray really dominated the eighties. I thought. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Shit. Is this based on? Um... No, I don't want to ask that. Yeah. Hmm. We got. We got to ask something though. We got. That's we gotta... true. Um, is there music in this in this movie? Is there is this uh well is there you mean is there singing or is there Yes. Singing? No. Okay. It's not okay, Blues so Brothers. it's not Blues Brothers then. Are you right, writing so not, not Blues Brothers? No, I wrote no singing. Oh. <laughs> so it is a comedy though. Comedy spin off. And a comedy spin off from the seventies. Does this movie end with a big parade? What do you what? Oh shit. Um I, I, no, I'm I'm almost like 99% sure it does not. Okay, well. Okay. What did you think it was? Animal House? Animal House oh, has yeah, that yeah, crazy-ass yeah. parade that happens at the end. Well, let's find out what it's a spinoff from. Is this a spinoff from another movie? Yes. Okay. Hmm, okay. All right, so spinoff from another movie. Spinoff from another movie in the 70s. Fuck. This is wait. A... wait a second. Wait a second. What? What do you got? What, what is it? What about like airplane or? Oh, Naked Gun. Is Leslie Nielsen in this? No. Ah, uh, okay, no. So it's not it's police. Not airplane. Yeah, or not airplane or, or any of that. Me, surely. Um. What else do we have in the seventies? We've got um, all the uh, oh my god, like space well not space balls but the one you know oh space balls is technically a spinoff mel brooks mel brooks that's why i couldn't think i couldn't think of mel brooks we got all the mel brooks movies um yeah but are those spinoffs those aren't spinoffs well, of like anything. what like young frankenstein yeah young frankenstein more like original ips yeah based on yeah something else. yeah hmm. yeah that's true. i thought those those would be more so like parodies though but they're but there's it's a spinoff from another movie so you'd have to assume it's a character that was in another movie that was like a, a minor character that was characters. just awesome. Characters. And got their own movie. Hmm. You got any ideas over there, Phil? No. No. Man, Phil doesn't have Thanks, any Phil. Ideas. <laughs> We're, we have 10 questions. So okay, we, we have still have a lot of questions. All right. I, I cannot. Who? All right, so let's Does this some, movie take place in space? Yes. Oh. Oh, okay. It does take place in space. Is this movie directed by Mel Brooks? No. Oh, shit. All right, so it does take place in space. All right, hold on. You wow. just burned two questions. Sorry. So now we're down space. to eight. Yes. Mel Brooks. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> um, you got, you right, got that so there? What, what other comedies are in space? Oh, man. Well, it's definitely not Spaceballs. Galaxy Quest with Tim Allen. But that's... <laughs> <laughs> we got one more in. Yeah, getting those Tim Allen references as best I can. Wow. I'm really struggling over here. Comedies set in space. In the 70s. That's a spinoff. In the 70s. That is a spinoff. Okay, so, and it's not Spaceballs. 
which rules out all of my knowledge of 70s space mm-hmm. comedies. Mm-hmm. Come on, guys. <laughs> now I feel bad. I it no, no, it's okay. No. no. We will. We will. We will. We give you the easy ones. Um, <laughs> Hip hop apotamus. You give them all the easy ones. Any ideas now, Phil? Anything to add? I don't know any space ones. No, it's not a parody. Yeah. It's a spin-off. It is a spinoff. Is it related to its original source material? So, mm. what about should we should we find actors? Actors in the seventies? Mm-hmm. Comedy actors? I I just know John Belushi. I cannot. Was John Belushi ever in space? All right, let's think about no. space movies. Okay. Okay, from the seventies. Okay, so Star, Star Trek, Wars, Star Wars, Star Trek. Space Balls. I don't even think space was space. Well, I don't know when space balls was, but it wasn't. It's not space balls. Doesn't no. Um. Um. I don't like. Two thousand and one came out in sixty. It's not really a comedy. No, it's not. It's not about like Flash Gordon. Oh, Flash Gordon! I've never seen Flash Gordon. Flash. Oh. Savior of the universe. Um, <laughs> that happened. Yeah, that was, that was so we got like Flash Gordon. That's good, like space, space movies were hard to make. Yeah, at that time, and if it's a comedy, then it's that's why Stanley Kubrick insisted that the moon landing be filmed on location. Yes, <laughs> the perfectionist that he was. Yeah. <laughs> um. What 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 else do you th- are you thinking? You oh, dude, and, uh, I'm I'm really blanking here. Uh, I mean, could it be Flash Gordon? Uh, ah, shit, I I got I got we gotta we gotta figure something out here. Yeah, I gotta think of something. Is is this movie heavily referenced in in the film Ted? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, okay. it's not. Okay, so right, it's, it's not, not Flash, Flash Gordon. Gordon. Not Flash I Gordon. I, I am. My <laughs> microphone is falling, is losing wood. Um, <laughs> going pure flaccid. Um, <laughs> all right, so we have we are on third question. Question thirteen. So, oh man, is this directed? Was this directed by a critically acclaimed director? Like, is he is he somebody that we hold in high regard today? Because, you know, like Spielberg and Scorsese and all of them were getting their start. No, okay. absolutely not. No, okay. So it's okay. not... This guy never made it out of TV, it doesn't look... Oh. Oh, I was going to ask... Go ahead and when, ask. When, like... No, I'm talking I'm talking to you. Oh. When, like, something... Like, really... Like, what about what about really bad movies? Like, what about a really bad movie from the 70s? What about oh. something like Plan 9 or... Uh, Killer clowns from outer space. Is that seventies? <laughs> When's Invasion know. of the Body Snatchers? Was <laughs> <laughs> my Body Snatchers face? Oh. Donald Sutherland. Um, but it's a comedy, though. Comedy it's in a space. Comedy. Spinoff. It's a comedy in space. 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 This is really Phil. Phil, you get next question. What? What do you think next question should be? Our producer Phil's looking at me. Helplessly. Is it, is it on a spaceship? Ooh, is it on a spaceship? It takes place on a planet. Oh. oh. Okay. Oh, is this like a Lost in Space movie? It takes place. Although there is one or two scenes that are on a spaceship. Okay, so if it's mostly on a planet, on another planet, 
Yeah, not Earth. So like Mars. When when Mars attacks? <laughs> Mars attacks with Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um War of the Worlds. That's not it. So yeah. that's a really good cheerful movie. Um when we, get down to, when we get down to one question, I'll give you guys a fat hint. Big old Is is hmm. Is anybody from Saturday Night Live on in this movie or start? Does you mean like from regulars or people that have just guest starred? Because that's like thousands of people. I mean like regulars. Like are, are, uh, are any SNL cast members, do any SNL cast members star in this movie? No. No, I don't think any of the characters from this film or its base series were ever regulars on SNL. Hmm. Shit. It's a spinoff mm. from another movie. Yeah, I know. That's what's been throwing us off this whole time. And it is a comedy. In space. In but space on another planet. On planets. But two scenes are on spaceships. How many questions are left? We have... We are on six... That was 16. All right. So we have now... Yes, I got 16. <laughs> We're going, going with Alice's number. My numbers are going We got three questions and a guess. Um, all right, so let's think about other... Let's just start spitballing seventies comedies. Um, see, all I can think of is like the best ones, like Caddyshack, and I feel like is Caddyshack seventies. Yeah, I think it might be like eighty one. But um, see, all the comedies that I keep pulling from are like eighties comedies. Yeah, like early eighties. This was a comedy on. that almost nobody found funny. Oh, so it was a bad comedy. It was a bombity. Hey, comedy. that's it. That's it. <laughs> that's that's it right there. That almost nobody found funny. The Adventures of Pluto Nash. That was fucking hilarious, and I will ask you to refrain from <laughs> bad mouthing that movie. All right, Chris, your, it's your question. Are are the actors that are the primary like main actors in this movie still alive today? Uh, yeah, most of them. Most of them Shit. still active. Still active, okay. Okay. So actors that we still have today. So now two questions and a guess. Two questions and a guess. I cannot I'm, I'm think straight up stumped guys, over I'm here. Sorry. Of anything. No, it's a, no, 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 it's fine. No, it's fine. The, the name of the game is to win, my friend. Because um, I wouldn't say like any of the Star Trek movies are funny. <laughs> Except for that one where they talk to God. Yeah, oh that, yeah, that was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. Which is the one where they save the whales? The whales in space. <laughs> <laughs> See, it wouldn't fit because that was actually funny. Oh, <laughs> space whales. Spoils. You're welcome. Thank you. You've given me a gift. Yeah. Hope you treasure it. I will. Mm. Hey, what are you? What are you thinking over there, Alex? Can't think of anything, man. Uh, you, My brain is broken. I, I'll, dro- um, I'll is drop it, your hands. Is it a? Oh. He said it was based on another. Is it only based on another movie? It is based on. It is based on a movie that was a series of three movies. What? Okay, it's a spinoff from a from a previous trilogy. Okay. Starship Troopers. When was Starship? No, no, not the seventies. Oh, okay. What what trilogies came out 
in oh, the allow me to clarify. The trilogy had not been completed by the time this movie came out. Godfather in space. It's got to be. <laughs> it's got to be a Godfather in space. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. So what trilogy was in the middle of happening? Was in the middle of happening other than Star Wars, but Star Wars was 77, 80, 83. Yeah. And so. And there were no spinoffs of that until 2017. Oh, yeah. No, wait, 2016 with Rogue One. Yeah. You sure about that? Is this the fucking oh holiday God. special? <laughs> the holiday special is not a movie. It is classified as a film. Oh my god! It is and the it's a ho- comedy. It's oh, the ho- it was a holiday special. Oh, cool. <laughs> wow. Sci-fi comedy two-hour film special. Oh, it released is a in 1978. Director Steve Binder. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Wow. First Star Wars spin-off film. I checked the terminology before we came here tonight wow. just because I didn't want to be the bad the bad 18 questions. There we Good go. Good job, Chris. I, I I I was just asking myself aloud thinking. <laughs> like nice. You know, the, the, nice. Good job, buddy. Oh right. man. Right. That just took you guys 21 minutes. It's fine. Yeah, that was a long <laughs> one. Well, that concludes episode 12 of the Thoughts from the Basement podcast. I have been one of your hosts, Chris Kiningham. You can find me on Twitter at KWK1223. You can follow the Thoughts from the Basement podcast on Twitter at TFTBpod. You can email us your thoughts, your questions, your comments, concerns, and your Movie 20 questions suggestions at TFTBpod at gmail.com. Alex. Yo. Where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Who's Alex Mark. Who's Alex Mark is this? And yeah, tweet at me. Say hello. Say hello. And the one and only Mr. Mike Owen. You can find me on Twitter at, at MobyWan underscore. You can find me on Twitch, preferably, at twitch.tv slash MobyWan. And you can find me on Facebook, preferably never. It has been a pleasure. It, it has been a pleasure. <sighs> well, that's not how the force works. It is when Tim Allen's in the movie. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs>